So, hey guys, hey. welcome back to our podcast. Hey, P3. We are back on the West Coast. Yeah. yeah, officially. I'm just glad I'm not getting bit by any more mosquitoes. Yeah, the humidity in Cincinnati was just, it was on another level. Um, I'm actually quite used to it, but I mean, that's just a whole other story because my residency is actually in Florida for right now, but. Um, oh yeah, did we tell them that? No, but I think, I think that's fine. Well, we can get into that later, but, um, yeah, I am happy to be, um, home. The first thing we did when we landed was we went to this, um, well-known restaurant in San Diego called Los Cuatro Mipas. Thank you. I know how to roll my arm. I, I can Los never, I can never roll my arm. A lot of Spanish. And we got tacos and authentic beans and rice and tortillas. I think the one thing that we picked up that our father and our mother never picked up was Taco Shop. I um, know. Yeah. They hated it. They hated it. They, yeah, it's funny because... I, their, like, idea of, like, oh, let's go get some good food was Chinese. No, and then also... <laughs> yeah, or a burger. Or a burger. <laughs> like, literally, that nigger will go to a taco shop. We will go get food. Did you say day. nigger or negro? <laughs> I said negro. No. I said negro. We meant negro. But, but I said, oh, I probably did say that. Damn. But it's late. Um, but you remember as kids, we would go take orders of what we wanted, but he'll be like, give me a burger. And it was from the top. Yeah. <laughs> and then, wait, no, he like, no lie. When we lived in Spring Valley, his order from our local taco shop would be a fucking burger. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And, and now as an adult, like who was letting him get away with that? No, who's eating a burger And then from I the remember shop? when I tried to have him try it, cause I want that nasty shit. And he would just be like so against it. And you know, I'm noticing when someone's not from California, California, it's either you like it or you, you don't. don't like it. There's don't no in between. between. Not for Mexican food. They like Taco Bell. Well, lightweight is Stephanie is a full San Diegan, but I still will never get over the fact that she doesn't eat avocado. Like, how can you not eat guacamole? And dad and mom's blood has seeped, seeped into, into the food soul. part of her brain. It's gross. I yeah, think, I think you were actually talking about your goddaughter and how she's trying different foods. Sort of yeah, and avocado is one of those foods that kids are now becoming allergic, really allergic to, to. which is crazy. It's because people like you ain't eating it. I'm not eating that shit. Yeah, I'm and, and, it and, in I, my and I kids mouth. and I tell I'm people all the time. Like, look, I tell people all blood. the time if I, me, Stephanie Johnson, likes avocado, please look give me a pregnancy test. But she because said... I, I, that's not me that wants it. Uh-huh. But Stephanie also <laughs> said something that shocked me. She said even if she doesn't like it, she's going to give it to her child. Kids. She's not going to withhold the child yeah. from Do not food. deprive them of that experience. Nasty. No. It's bomb. My husband, who's from California, it is sec- it's like you actually crave taco shop more than anything else anything else but that's how we knew we always were had some soulful blood in us because we would be so excited to go out of San even when we traveled on our own mm-hmm. to eat real authentic biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. and just that southern that's because that's something with the thick arm, arm in the kitchen making like really cooking it lard fried right food. like me and sauna when we were Slapping in mama chicken when we were in la <laughs> Literally slap your mama chicken. Yes. When we were in L.A., um, and we'll talk about that in another story, but 
dealing with bullshit, bullshit behind my dad. Okay. Behind the, the blessing that is our dad. Right. We got hungry. And L.A. has, let's, on some real shit, L.A. has good soul food oh, places. I know. I understand why you guys were talking about going to this uh, this restaurant recently. Sana introduced me to another soul food this spot in L.A. Legit. called Dolan's. Shout out to Dolan's. Shout out to my ex for putting me on. Dolan's is <laughs> true. It really is. It was really good. It's the truth. And if Dorothy's saying that, I'm going to be honest, she's like the hardest critic. Critic. I am. And she, I, I know she was skeptical when I was like, Dorothy. But Sana had hyped it up, so I was like, I believe you. You would not bring me here if it was nasty. You know I wouldn't. It was bomb. Like, somebody auntie back there burning. It was bomb. It was so good that after being in L.A. dealing with our dad's bullshit, we and Sana was like, this is, like, we started, we finally got quiet in the car. Like, oh, this is hella good. Like, we didn't even matter more. This was worth coming up here. Even if we didn't find our dad's stuff, stuff, it was worth worth the drive. Yeah. So, yeah, just everything about the West Coast, um, as far as food goes, like the myth is true. With the soul food spots, you they're not very present. But when you find one, you like hold on to it. Mm-hmm. But that's totally fine and all because um, San Diego. I was just saying this earlier when we went and got some good um, seafood. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Diego is a place truly that has a lot of good different eateries. And I think the success behind that is because it's such a melting pot. And so, um, with that being said, if you're, if you're in San Diego or if you ever come to San Diego, you will not be disappointed by the food scene. No, like there are some really good, um, there, it's sad because when people come to California, they never think of San Diego. They think of San Francisco and L.A. They don't think of San Diego. And San Diego has almost everything, but I am still struggling with soul food spots out here. Yeah. I can't think of one that really caught my attention. attention. No. I would say one, but I don't know if we're doing that yet. Maybe if they throw us an advertisement and just like, but I I got one in mind that I had some good food from. Where? Mm-hmm. Where? Say it. Say it. Surfing soul. That catfish was bomb. I like the catfish. The catfish was so good, and the the mac and cheese was good. What did I get? Mac and cheese and the yams were good. That's all I've gotten from there, and I've gotten it twice, but it it was legit. I I liked the fries, the 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 catfish, and um and the and the lemonade. That was it. That that uh, that oh, there actually is a spot that we're forgetting. Louisiana Purchase. That was good. That, that was, was good. good. The only thing about that place though is we went really early on, and now it's just the lines are long. Too long. You know how but it is when people thing. catch on to you something. You want to brag because it's so good, good but, then but then you can't get in. You can't get in. Can't so get in. which is crazy because again, um, to all our listeners, I'm in Florida right now, and one of the things is um, anytime I come home, my sisters always take me to some restaurants that are like up and coming in San Diego and I was just at Louisiana Purchase like I want to say um late July and it's already changed significantly as far as like the amount of people that know about it so that's crazy to me yeah 
But that goes to show you, with that being said, how much there's not a market out here in San Diego for that type of cuisine. No, because everyone's going to these same few spots. Yeah. So it's just oversaturated. So any of our listeners, if you are naturally good at soul food, this is the market to be. No, for real. Start a restaurant. Real, like real, real stuff. Mm-hmm. Start People want it. People they want, want it. it. The need is here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even when this summer, when Billion Dollar Burger Boys mm-hmm. came from L.A., I went like three times. Was that good? Mm-hmm. Or the wings. I ain't go for anything else. Is that considered soul food? No. To well, me it is. It's what's the combination of a lot? Because they have burgers and it's stuff. It's more like street food, but still. But it's black people cooking and shit. That yeah. shows you like the need is here. We want those black restaurants, eateries. Here. So make them. Cause Versus when we were in Cincinnati, there when I was looking up soul food, overwhelmed. Oh, I know. I actually, hundreds of places. I to try some places, but it's fine. We weren't there for that. But um, I love soul food. I love it. I think we all do. It's one of those things that I just I feel like is kind of always been a part of us, and I felt like we just never really touched it as much because mm-hmm. we were just so used to kind of what was here in San mm-hmm. Diego. And I, with that being said, somebody was talking about when we were in Cincinnati about like if we know how to cook. I think it was our, our grandfather's side. Yeah. And they were talking about like how one of our eldest aunts, mm-hmm. she's about to be heading on 90. Praise the Lord. June 28th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman still be in there cooking. Mm-hmm. And they said that's the woman you talk to because she knows how to make all stuff from homemade, like scratch. And my sisters know me. Like, when mm-hmm. I make stuff, I want to learn how to, like, make it from scratch. Make mm-hmm. it from scratch. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was amazing. Yeah. I want to learn that shit. Shout out yeah. to our aunt because she just retired from working. At 89. Nine. Doing hair. Doing hair. <laughs> and they had to make her. They had to make her retire. That's crazy. Because <laughs> you probably shouldn't be standing no more. I know. Um, like, she's a boss. That's bossy. And uh, speaking of uh, cooking... Uh, my grandma, love you, Granny. She started this rumor that I was a uh, what she say a gourmet. I was a gourmet. <laughs> Why did she say that? She's learning how to look at in- Facebook stories. It's funny because our grandma was learning how to watch Facebook stories and stuff, and so she went around starting this rumor that I'm a gourmet chef. And I was like, "What are you talking?" about? Oh, I get it now. What are you talking about? And it's because. My auntie from our adopted mom, who just passed away, um, I was making her recipes and posting them every week consistently. Mostly some of her uh, gluten-free keto meals because I was like meal prepping. Mm-hmm. So I was making a lot of her recipes and then I continued doing it. I started doing it more when she passed away uh, just because I missed her and it was like a connection. Mm-hmm. And then... I went to a dinner party for one of my best friends and <laughs> I posted this video of me, of the chef serving me and explaining like what uh-huh. I was making. And my grandma... Sana, do, wait, do the way she would talk because her accent is so funny. Like, my the way grandma she started this rumor. She was like... And, and by the way, everybody calls me Saudi cause, and we'll get into that story later because I have two names practically. But everybody... In, my 
birth mother and father and people who knew my birth mother and father in California and all of my Ohio side. The they whole all side. call me Saudi. Nobody calls me Sana. She's like, and you know, Saudi's a gourmet chef now. And I was like, <laughs> what? It's like, how do you, like, what were you? How could you just create a career for me? <laughs> Out of thin air. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I was like, come on, stay on Facebook. You know, and, and the thing, the thing is, though, no, like, she's just, like not lying because I swear to you, when we pulled up in that freaking, our freaking Uber, and like our cousins <laughs> and aunts are like, you know, just waiting for us to greet us and hug us and love on us, she's like, so, Stephanie, tell about, girl, you modeling, girl. Tell how you doing all that modeling? That was, was like, funny because Stephanie was like, "I'm not modeling." And she said, "So then, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Like, how do I even explain to her that I'm trying to build a social media presence for like the things that we are planning?" You know, for and our- she has a lot of character because she even told my grandfather that I refused to sell to her. Which I have my own little company. Shout out to Milk and Lily. And it's an aromatherapy line. And she told my grandfather that I am refusing to sell my products to her. (laughs) And he asked me why I would do that to my grandmother. And I said, I I don't remember telling her I I don't want to sell to her. Like I just don't even. I don't even. Every time my grandma calls me down, I'm gonna be like rumor report. Yeah, because so she, she started the rumor, and she said her hand gets tired from relaying messages on the phone because she calls everyone to tell them like what's going on. So um, yeah, if you didn't hear it here, it's you know I don't know what to tell you because grandma is just she she tells these tales. So all of our family in Ohio, if you're listening to this episode. Season one, episode two, Charmed. Please teach our granny how to use social media or help her stay off of it. Mary, if you're listening, we need you. We need you. More than ever. Tap in. Mary, tap in. She's on Facebook. Like, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, it's insane. And she doesn't just have one Facebook. She technically is using her husband's Facebook, too. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yes. It's ridiculous. One thing about our grandma that we are impressed by is... She's trying so hard to stay up to date. She really is. She is is. trying. This weekend, she asked about an iPhone 11. Yeah, that's another story. She already has an iPhone. She already has an iPhone. Now she wants the iPhone 11. 11. Because she thinks that somehow, maybe she thinks when she FaceTimes us, she'll be actually able to touch us. I don't know. (laughs) The advancement with technology. She's like, I need the iPhone 11. I was like, Grandpa, look at me. Look at me in my eye. Don't Do not get it. buy that for her. But it's crazy no. because she's going to see um, that that's really not the newest one. There's going to be commercials pretty soon about the 12. So then she'll get upset about that. Yeah. Because yeah. you see how she t- how she said what kind of years her car was. She said 2019. 87-year-old with a 2019 car. That and it looks better than a lot of people's cars. And she moves it every <laughs> probably two months. <laughs> It's funny. I think this this weekend when we drove our grandparents' car, that was probably the most miles we put on it. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't Period. really drive much. They don't drive anymore. They don't really drive Which no is more. to be expected. Yeah. So. So, anyways, jumping back into um, into our storyline where we left off, but um, we just wanted to start this ep- this podcast with some blessings. Mm-hmm. Because I know we got into a lot of bullshit yesterday. But, yeah. Um, 
a grandma's truly a blessing. She's a character, so she's I thought she's a character. That was really mm-hmm. good that we kind of started. She's off. a she's she's the funniest woman. She's the reason why we're alive. Mm-hmm. There's so many dimen- just like everybody you've heard us describe so far. There's so many dimensions and levels mm-hmm. to her, and it's just it was great. I'm glad we're back home, but it was mm-hmm. great to be in close proximity to those kind of women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you'll hear us talk about them more, um, like our Ohio side. You'll hear us talk about them more. And our Kentucky side. Mm -hmm. Um, We love them. Let me mention that because we love them. We love them. And you know how we were talking about yesterday? We feel balanced in life because we've been in, like, two different kinds of environments. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about our family in ohio and our family in kentucky like oh yeah so much balance there and oh yeah um, greatness mm-hmm. from both sides. both sides and just blessed to pull from both of yeah. them and mm-hmm. just know both of them mm-hmm. and so excited to know more of them mm-hmm. in the future as we made a vow to come back more and just um participate in the family reunions and mm-hmm. just do more in general mm-hmm. so yeah, we're back in San Diego, and this is fitting because the next part of our storyline that we're going to get into um, is mostly San Diego stuff. So it's fitting that we do this here. Especially since our family out there is so curious to this part. They want to know because um, we were so, and not at any fault of our own, um, we were so estranged from them Mm -hmm. that they just didn't know. And plus our dad did not really want to tell them a lot of... We're finding that out, that he was so, I don't know, ashamed. I don't know if he was ashamed or maybe just too proud. But he felt deeply about us. He so- felt deeply about us, but he, and you'll learn this as we go through this this chapter, I want to say, um, throughout this episode, you'll learn that our dad did not want to let our parents his parents know how bad it was until he absolutely had to. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to figure it out on his own. Mm-hmm. And um, we shared a lot of his great qualities. Mm-hmm. So trigger warning, we shared a lot of our parents' great qualities. In this chapter, you'll probably learn some things where you'll be like, uh, but please remember that people are multifaceted and... They don't just come with the good stuff. No. They come with the murky, ugly stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So, um... I think a lot of this ugliness, you're going to see a lot of it from our mom's perspective, from our mom's side, because our dad at this point in this chapter was in and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was removed. Mm-hmm. Um, not just physically, I would say mentally. Mm-hmm. He was so far removed and on another level. Mm-hmm. So you'll just see that. Um, and we also said we definitely want to touch on some of the super women, woman things our moms did. Our mom mm-hmm. did. Because there were some points in this chapter that I could truly say I want to take that for myself when I'm a mother. Let's get into it right now. Let's, Let's before go. we move on to Spring um, Downtown um, chapter, Spring Valley Mom Superwoman qualities that she had. Was, oh. I remember Her resilience alone. Alone, 
Like, so I'm the, the perseverance alone. I just, I can't. I just remember vividly, like, how she would go hard, like, hustle for us. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I did. Remember the $5 store? Mm-hmm. Remember when it first opened up, the first location was downtown? Mm-hmm. And it was, like, on that corner. Uh, of Fifth and Avenue, Avenue, right across right the street. Right above the Chinese store? Yeah. No. The Chinese it was place? no, there it was nothing. It, it was, was two nothing. story. It was two stories. It was right, literally at the definitely right by the trolley. Trolley station. Yes. Boom. It was just on the same street where so the, the same Chinese, street where yes. the Chinese thing was. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Um, I remember. It must have been my fifth grade graduation. I had, and for yours, one of our surrogate aunties that our mom created the community with. You know, she helped you get decked out. Super decked out. Cute. Mm-hmm. Cute ass, like, ombre, pink, light pink, like, white shorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember? Light Hair pink. Hair was bumping. White shirt. And I know exactly where that outfit came from, Old Navy. Mm-hmm. I had these white shoes. You guys remember the brand Soda? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you look good, I, I look girl. good, though. But I'm just saying, I'm laughing because, like, who wears those? It, not that I will wear them now, but yeah. they're just not... Um, but they were like with the back out, mm-hmm. so my foot was exposed. My hair was banging, supernatural. I had a nice like pressed out, and it was cute. And she knew she couldn't do that. Our mother, and she explained that to one of the women mm-hmm. um, in the apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And the lady came through. She hooked you, and up. I looked beautiful. I'll never forget that. I won't either. For whatever reason. Um... With me, I don't know if it's at that time, mom was just too embarrassed to let anybody know she didn't have it for me, or you know, mm-hmm. I never really know what mm-hmm. this you never really know the what the situation circumstances yeah. were. But she had been working so much, like, she had forgot to like plan that out, and I wasn't gonna say anything because we just were those kids that didn't complain, so humble, so we grateful. did not complain, yeah. like, we just didn't say anything. And I remember her like, how am I going to pull this off? And I know they didn't have Google back then, but she did whatever version of Google and figured out the $5 store existed. Mm-hmm. It was in her budget. Mm-hmm. And I remember the morning before she didn't let me go to school and we got on the bus and she took me downtown. I was like, where is she taking me? And she took me to the $5 store and let me go ham and everything yellow. Mm-hmm. And the outfit did not look good because I put it together myself. Mm. But it was just the fact that she made shit happen because I mm. felt good. I thought I, I looked sad because it looked cute. I don't remember if it looked cute, but I don't. I don't remember having. I don't think I was Rachel Zoe at the time, so I don't know if I put it together well. Yeah. But I just know that she just wanted me to have something I like, mm-hmm. and you know, yellow was my favorite color. So. I think I got it. Like, now looking back, it was too matchy-matchy. Yeah. But I was happy at the time because it was mm-hmm. like, I felt like I went on a little shopping spree. And she, it was like a yellow skirt, yellow mm-hmm. vest. And just to do those kind of things for your kids. Because when you're kids, you don't really care about money. It's not about mm-hmm. the price tag. Yeah. It could have mm-hmm. been, I could have been wearing, you know, it didn't matter mm-hmm. that it wasn't the most popular thing mm-hmm. out it was the fact that she made it happen out of nothing. nothing. And I remember for me, one time, um, it was in the 90s, and field trips were very much happening. There were no budget cuts. No. <laughs> Things were good. <laughs> like, kids were still going on field trips on a, on a school bus. It's changed a lot. Yeah. And um, you get the permission slip. You give it to your parent. And I just remembered 
like everyone having Lunchables, if that's weird. No, and Lunchables like, was a huge thing in the 90s. In the 90s. Oh, and yeah. I was like thinking in my, I kind of said to mom like, oh, you can just buy me a bag of Hot Cheetos. Because I loved Hot Cheetos back yeah, in the day and a Gatorade. And the night before, mom must have walked all the way, like three miles, because that's how far the grocery store was, like three to four miles, and came back in with Lunchables for the whole week for me. Because she remembered. She yeah. was like, you're going to have what you, what you want. What you want. Like, you're going to have that. Like, you're not, I know I can't give you everything, but I can buy a five, four, three dollar damn Lunchable. And she came in there with the Hot Cheetos and the Gatorade and packed it for me. I have a situation that's similar. And it was just so sweet because, like, I don't know if you can remember it to this day. You can. T- it made an imprint. It made an imprint. It made an I, imprint. I have another one, but I want Stephanie I have to go. One. I want Stephanie to go. Um, sixth or seventh grade. I just can't remember what year. It's not. That's not important. But it was the middle school years. Um, the press the middle, and I told mom, I was like, Mom, I need cupcakes. And you know how you have like those little classroom little thing mm-hmm. parties, and like you're responsible to bring something. I don't know. I just was responsible to bring cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, mom, I promise you, I told you. You guys know me. I've always mm-hmm. been pretty yeah. responsible mm-hmm. in that sense. And yeah. she was like, no, I don't remember that. I'm like, mom, I told you. She's like, well, do you really need them? And I'm like, mom, I really need them. So she's like, okay. So again, we never had a car. Now no. I'm thinking about no. It. no. We never had a car. And when dad had one, it was questionable. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom went that up. Our mom wouldn't let us get it. So it's like, cause it, would like, it would be there and then it would like disappear. Yes. Dad was like, what? So, I got this car, you won't let the kids get it? Right. Because it was questionable. So at this point, probably had no insurance. He probably had no fucking driver's license. license. Like, it was hella questionable. So at this point, he's really like oh, not man. in our lives. He's in and out. But this is still Spring Valley days. And she is like, we got to go now. Because I think she had to get back in time for work. Mm-hmm. Mom and me are walking. Remember that Albertsons at the time? Two, three mm-hmm. miles. Four We're walking miles. to mm-hmm. Albertsons, just walking. And I would never forget, like, I can't get emotional about it now, but I remember I used to cry about it when I used to think about it all the time, about good moments about her. Mm-hmm. She trips and she falls. Oh, oh, I didn't damn. know that. That oh, makes me so sad. And she falls. And I'm like, Mom, I'm so sorry. She's like, just, just shut up, Stephanie. Because at this point, she's upset. <laughs> yeah. <'cause> she fell. <laughs> Like you really needed to get to, but the fact that she was willing to go that hard Mm -hmm. to get me some cupcakes to bring to school, I was just like, to me, that's like the best parent award you can get. Like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. She did things like she always. There's in those times in Spring Valley, she always came through. You know, it's crazy because at my most recent job, I was the manager of. um, I'm trying to think how to say this without giving stuff away. I was the manager of a um, a flight out of San Diego. Um, and that was one of the jobs I had. And I remember, I'm just bringing this up because my staff was talking about, my staff was talking about with the other manager, they were talking about their memories of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And because, okay, because Toys R Us was closing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't really have memories. We was broke. I don't right. remember, like, getting right. people going to Toys yeah. R Us or, like, those are... If it didn't come from Grandma, Grandpa, okay, the like, UPS truck. truck. Yeah, <laughs> we, didn't get it. we didn't get it. I don't have those memories. So I didn't have that attachment when it was closing. Yeah. Like, that wasn't a thing for us. Um, and then they started talking about, like, their ki- their trips as kids to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't go to Disneyland as a kid. And then I was like, I did. I went one time. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a school trip because back then when you graduated fifth grade, because that was the last like level mm-hmm. of elementary yeah, school, they did like school. a senior trip like you do when you're grown. Again, budget cuts were not budget happening. Budget cuts were not you a thing at the time. You went to Disneyland in fifth grade? Yeah, yes. she did. How the fuck do I not know this? Well, because they only chose select kids. Like you had to you have a certain... Remember story? Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. something? I was really... I know what story this is. I was is. really skilled in... The, you were in the gate no, program. you were in the gay program. program. Yeah. I was really like... Which anybody yeah. who knows doesn't yeah. know that's for gifted children. Gifted children. And I was in the gate program. So like... um and they were like, my teacher was like, you have to go. You had to pay this thing. And she wanted me to go so bad. And, and I remember your teacher, teacher's name. Is, uh, can we say these names? Yeah, no, I would, I would. I don't know. I don't know. I, if it's, I mean, if it, you can give a shout out to a teacher, I guess. I but guess, I just try my, to protect my teachers in, That's one of the reasons why I wanted to be an elementary school teacher. Because they played an important role Yeah, in my, my well, my teacher, she didn't. I always thought she was hard on me. She was this black lady. And I always thought she was so hard on me. But she just knew that I didn't have the same advantages as everybody right, else uh-huh. at, at home. I don't know how she knew, but she could tell. I'm just going to say Mrs. M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mrs. M. Yeah. And I, she, I don't know how she knew, but this is why you invest in kids. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. This is why you invest in kids because I don't know how she knew that I wasn't, you know, as advantaged as those other people, but she knew that I wasn't and I was keeping up with them, you know, in a gate program and I was keeping up with them. And so she wanted me to go so bad because she said I deserved it. And so she made sure I went. And then it was only me and two other girls who got picked to go. Mm -hmm. And they we all would like talk at lunch because you know we're going to Disneyland. Yeah, and hello. And you guys are like I was like, now. what are you guys packing for lunch? And they were like, you don't bring. Have you ever been to Disneyland? You don't bring lunch so to Disneyland. There. You eat there. Mm-hmm. And I'm instantly like, oh, this is gonna be bad because I'm gonna bust out the paper bag, and this just is not gonna be yeah. good. And I remember telling mom like, hey, can you get me one of those really good lunchables? Mm-hmm. Like one of the really good, good ones. You know how they have the cheap ones? Yeah, the, the big ones. ones. Yeah. And I was like, because everybody else is going to eat at Disneyland and I don't want to look like, you know, mm-hmm. bad or whatever. And I remember like the day before and I don't know how she got the money, but she slipped $30 in my pocket. And you remember the exact amount? I remember the exact amount. It might have it $30, I want to say. And my meal was like, twenty dollars mm-hmm. like i got fettuccine or something so you still have money i still had money but i remember and um i remember looking i remember not being able to enjoy the trip that much at first because i was so anxious for lunch like am i gonna be able to afford Forty. lunch mm-hmm. yeah oh, like tough. am i gonna be able, but the fact mm-hmm. that yeah. mom hustled up that money mm-hmm. and i remember eating that fettuccine it was the best plate of noodles i ever had in my life mm-hmm. and i remember just eating it and thinking like I'm on fucking rocks. Like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. like yeah. She made yeah. this happen for yeah. me. And I'm like, don't remember anything else about Disneyland. I don't remember the rides. I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the two girls I went with. I don't remember mm-hmm. their names. But I remember that, that $30 moment. and that plate of fettuccine. And this is, I think, where we... Uh, that just reminded me of a show called Little Fires. <laughs> like, the, the Seven <laughs> Cents. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Christ, yeah, I just remember that fettuccine. I remember how it tasted. I remember yeah. how good I felt in the moment eating it. And I remember when everybody, back to why I was telling this story, when I remember when everybody um, at the airline job I was working at were talking about their Disneyland memories, I just remembered that fettuccine. Right. I never knew that story. I yeah. remember that fettuccine. And that's I think, all I remember. And I think that's where 
like, for me, like, I can see where Sana says she just remembers that fettuccine because that was the first time on my field trip where I felt very fucking prepared and normal. Yeah. Because mom had my lunch pack. She had my jacket ready. She picked out my outfit. What grade were you in around that I was probably about fourth or third grade, but we went to the San Diego Zoo. And it was just so organized. It was so organized. Like, she had everything ready for me. And I felt normal at the table sitting with my little friends because I had everything. I don't remember your elementary school years. Or were you oh, at La Presa at all? I went to La Presa Elementary. To so what grade? Um, it was till probably, like, fourth grade. It was probably, really? yeah, it was probably about fourth grade. My I was like my, seven. My kindergarten I teacher, finished. since we're dropping teachers' names, was Miss Gergen. My second grade teacher was Miss Welsey. Yeah. I remember it all. Bloody wow. Because the thing is for me, because I feel like teachers' names are like, those are mm-hmm. important. Those, especially if they're ones to play your, your Right. Before, my your most life. important teacher was my, I want to say he was third or fourth. Mm-hmm. We both had him, Stephanie. Mr. Moreno. Mr. Moreno. And you all understand, like, shout out to Mr. Moreno. I actually was low-key stalking him. Oh, oh, oh where yep. were you? Because I when him. I was like really considering being an elementary school mm-hmm. teacher, he was one of the main reasons why. Wow. Yeah, such and a good teacher. he still worked at La Presa. The last it was time actually I funny oh because yeah, I, I just remembered a memory on my my mom. Um, on my first day of kindergarten, I was the tallest in my class, which is funny because I'm now the shortest, like around everyone around and everyone. anyone. But I had a brown dress, and I was so scared. And mom got on her knees and she said i'm gonna be here after school she was like you're gonna be okay you're gonna sit here she's like you're gonna color you know she was like i think you're gonna go home at like 12 and then she was like they don't do that with kenny i think it's a full day now yeah at that time it was six to twelve and she was like and if you get scared your sisters this they're here like that was the best part about that right mm-hmm. and so she was like you're gonna be okay and she like shooed me away and i just was like i don't want to go and she just like was looking at the door and then she snuck out but i was okay because one thing about mom around that time when she kept promises she, kept she, she made, made them, them she kept them and she was outside waving so hard at me when i got out of class and i was like i loved it i think that the one thing with our mom, because when we start to get into the more heavy stories mm-hmm. and everything, you guys remember how La Presa had those characteristic awards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I won perseverance. I won perseverance in third grade. I won. I won responsibility in fourth with Mr. Of Moreno, she did. and I won self discipline in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of the reasons why I've always had that perseverance trait in me so hard, all three of us, is because of our mother. Mm. period yeah she made towards the end of course eventually just gave up mm-hmm. but i feel like we saw a lot of that in her mm-hmm. she uh, just tried tried and i think the and reason that, i feel like that sums up with all of our little individual stories, stories. yeah she, especially when we're about to right now get into some of the struggles struggles mm-hmm. struggles struggles of spring valley days and i think the reason why we're really bringing it up is because so many women say how can a mom leave their child their children. That is the number one question I get when All the someone. Time. Okay, I just need to break this down really quick. Mm-hmm. Because the reason why we say people inquire about our stories because when people see our adoptive mom, and for you, those of you our listeners, when you hear our adoptive mom on her episode because we've invited her to be a guest, mm-hmm. you're gonna understand why people instantly know she's not our birth mother. Instantly, they instantly know. Because when they see her, they believe, they're like, 
how old are you? Exactly. And when you hear her talk, they'd be like, how old, old are, are you? you? So they instantly <laughs> yes. know... They instantly know she's not our birth mother. And when they start to ask us about our story or when we run into people who know our birth mom and they start to ask her about their story, our number one question is, how can a mother leave their children? Her children? children. And, and we're we're women now. And, and we're women now. We're not saying and we, at first when we were kids, we used to mm-hmm. say, how could our mother leave, leave us? That used to be our thoughts, mm-hmm. too. But now as a grown woman. And with the struggles that life has thrown at me, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having all those struggles with three children. Right. Like, I don't know. Are you in a new city with an abusive man mm-hmm. with three children? You don't know anyone in the city. Chasing you don't have no family. not chasing you back. Okay. Um, money issues, instability. Mm-hmm. Um, a shitload of other issues. Mm-hmm. We now believe our mom had also some mental struggles, struggles. some mental mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Um, the and mental illness is a real thing. So when we get into that. these struggles, we're about to tell you because we did kind of like in the first episode leave out some of the worst moments in Spring Valley. I would say, mm-hmm. and we're gonna divulge some of those now. We need you to understand that there were times when our mom was just. Mm-hmm. Absolutely epitome amazing. yeah of a strong black woman and i want to say something though just for women in general okay mother we or not, judge basically. we judge mothers too hard too harshly okay and um our mom's character has been assassinated unfairly mm-hmm. on so many occasions and even before, by us at times. Even by us at times. And before, we used to allow people to do it. That stops. Mm-hmm. No one gets to judge our mother besides us three. Because mm-hmm. we were the only ones in the, that in the mud with her. We lived it. We lived it with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you only met her at her worst. We knew her. At her best. At her best. Mm-hmm. And so, before you judge any woman who has children, please stop and think what are they battling mm-hmm. okay because what are they going through what are they going through mm-hmm. because i'm not saying it's right to leave your children but i understood why she felt like she needed to give up i understood mm, i would and like i said this is why our three different views are perfect mm-hmm. for these kind of conversations but i now understand not why she needed to give up but i understand why she was exhausted mm-hmm. she was exhausted i get it mm-hmm. um and let's just jump into it now mm-hmm. there are some stories that we don't we didn't share with you guys from spring valley days yes um in episode one um like one time and i can't get into the backstory because like we all said we don't really agree how this happened we mm-hmm. don't really know exactly how it happened but for some reason our lights were off mm-hmm. we had no electricity none I mean, none. And not for a day or two. Yeah, weeks. I know. I, Dorothy said three days. It was weeks, baby. It, it was, was probably it weeks. Was weeks. It was probably weeks. You're it right. was probably, because we I probably mean, went I mean, three to four days without her asking anyone for help. help. I, 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 but we went weeks. I remember, were we going to school when the lights were Yes. Yes. And, yes. I remember, and I remember showering com- in the dark. And I remember coming home and be like, please, can the lights be on today? Like every day. Every I day was, praying yeah. for it. Yeah. Every day praying for like, it. Like going to school was like, like, 
like like hope, hope. like I cause you know you have like mm-hmm. you, first of all I never understood the importance of the basic necessities right I swear to you right like now as adults how many times have we been like we be around people who will like do stupid stuff for their money we're like no what are you doing like, like your bills need to be paid at all times period so we had so this is one of the times when our mom was struggling and our dad was in jail mm-hmm. and the lights were off and our mom and her community of warriors, which I'm going to start calling them now, but mm-hmm. she built. Um, That's a good name. Mm-hmm. And if I count them correctly, because I know we're not using their names just to respect their privacy, but it was one, two, um, one directly across from us, two mm-hmm. black women, mm-hmm. one on top, one on bottom, mm-hmm. a white woman to the left, yep. mm-hmm. her with she was a single mom too, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. then our... Auntie with her three kids, mm-hmm. yours down, yep. mm-hmm. and then right. one more black woman on top of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about five. That's about five. Five, yeah. It was mm-hmm. five of them. Yep. And my mom, maybe for the first few days, didn't ask anyone for help. I think they figured out we didn't have any electricity. Yeah. I don't even know if she went to them because that's how, you know. Actually, no. I think our mom bit her pride and went to them because it was like, for her babies. Yeah. Yeah. And ran an extension cord. They let her. They toggled between the two women at the bottom, toggled between letting her run her electric, an extension cord to their house. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Like, I don't even know how that was even safe if you think about mm-hmm. it. And not all day, my mom would only do it to feed us and to let us do our homework. And to let us do our homework. So and we, we would do about, it right by the door because there was a light. light. Yeah. We got about two hours to get it in. And for like, two weeks and this is why and our adoptive mom when she gets on this um our show when she gets on our show on her episode when she gets on our show she will testify to this Mm -hmm. for years i would not eat basic spaghetti beans and rice and i forgot the other food but i wouldn't eat it for years because that was it i I think that was it because i called it poor people food because that's all we ate. Yeah, that's all we ate. You always, you said mm-hmm. that to that is food. all we ate for the weeks our lights were off. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. It's not funny. That's it. That is But our lunch. adopted mom used it. to get so upset with Sada like, it's not poor people food. Just the spaghetti. <laughs> Just the spaghetti. Because our adopted mom's not Southern. No, no, so no, she no, wouldn't make no beans and no, rice. No, she no, wouldn't no, be caught no, making no, that. No, but that spaghetti stuff. Yeah. Sada could not do it I couldn't do it. I. It was traumatizing to me. And... I was like, and I had to break down and tell her one day, like, girl, have you ever only had no other option? Mm-hmm. That's all you had just to spaghetti. eat. And sometimes you had to eat it cold. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, just the worst thing. Like, that was like, nah, it was traumatizing for And me. she just looks like she was just so, di- like, just sad. Just eat, eat, eat it. eat it. And like, I will she- never forget the whole two weeks. Just so she could fix the light situation. Just I'm respectful. Our mother walked. Mm -hmm. Our mother walked to work, and she didn't walk. She didn't work two blocks away. She even saved her bus money. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't even let herself take the bus because every penny she had went to turning the lights back on. She would walk from our apartment to her job, which. I can't even tell you how many miles that is. It's, it's a lot of miles. It's a lot of miles. It's a lot of miles. She did that for weeks. And I remember the day. She got the lights on. 
we had food in the house. Like, she was like, thank you for grinding it out and not complaining. It's like, it's Christmas. She was like, you guys, the phone is on. The lights are on. She Remember, she gave us money. I think she turned on cable. She She turned turned on on cable. We never had cable. cable. Not because my mom couldn't afford it. She just thought it was. Sometimes she could, but she thought it was frivolous. Yeah. She was, she Mm -hmm. made us. um, Like read or. Read, do music. She let us watch movies if they were thought provoking. Yeah. But like, Mm -hmm. she was just. She went to college, so... So, she was, like, super into expanding our mind. Yeah. And she was like, nah, like, y'all struggled. Yeah. So, y'all about to y'all get... Y'all been begging for y'all cable. Want. Y'all gonna have some cable. I remember she even gave Stephanie and Sana some money. Like, I gotta go to work, but it's your sister, little sister's birthday. Throw her a Powerpuff Girl party. And they went oh, and yeah. got all the decorations and the did. cake... And they threw me a party. My friends from school came over. She was like, I'm so sorry y'all went through this. I will make it right. right. Yeah. yeah, she did. She bowed to make it right. And it was good for a little bit. And, it, yeah, it was good. And then, I don't know. I think dun, I dun, say, dun. Got older, Dad got out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. He, he did. did. He did. And it's crazy to me because now that I think about it, maybe... When we were a teenager and stuff, I had the struggle birthdays. When we were kids, I think you had the struggle birthdays. I don't remember having... I think for me, I kind of always subconsciously knew that. Uh-huh. Because if you know... Your birthdays are so big. After that, I feel like since I didn't have that, at 16, I was like, I want that birthday. Mm-hmm. And that comes up later. Yeah. Um, But I don't remember... Do you ever remember me having a childhood birthday? One, and I ruined it. Because I played... Justin Timberlake all night. I don't remember your birthday. I never do. No. I, I had a little party at the house, I but I don't really remember mine. I just remember that one for but, me. But I, but I feel like yeah, I don't remember having a birthday. I just don't. Maybe none of us really had like childhood birthdays no. like that. Which I just why we go so hard for each other as adults. adults. Yeah. yeah, I just remember that one birthday because it was right after the lights came on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was food in so the party was happening the party was happening that that happened around your birthday because I remember that's one of the reasons why it was probably so important for us to have electricity brought from the neighbors Mm. because that was the winter time yeah and it was was cold cold. I even remember one night they were trying to figure out how to keep it going because it was raining I remember that it was raining and they were putting like tarps on top of it and they were trying to put tarps on it I'm like let it go I remember one time, just to kind of get off of that one little part, because um, dad does come back. Um, I had to take a bath. I was getting ready for school. And I just remember mom being like, come on, Stephanie, you got to get out. We got to get ready to go to school. And I'm just sitting in that bathtub water, like kind of processing, like, why am I sitting here taking a bath in the dark? I'm at, like, you have to, you have to understand, mm-hmm. I'm, like, nine thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not normal. No. Mm-hmm. You know? No. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that I remember that is just, it's insane. I think this like, is. Like, if we drove to Spring Valley and I saw that same place, that apartment, and I saw that front door, it would probably, like, freak me. It would trigger me. It would trigger me. It would trigger me. And I, I was just telling my sisters, my husband found a really good groomer's. From our cousin on our adopted side and took our dog there. And he was like, we got to take our dog here. We plug in the GPS. I'm not even thinking. 
we drive past Grand Avenue. And I said, don't bring our dog back here. And he said, why? They did the best cut we've ever seen in our life. And I'm like, I'm so traumatized by this neighborhood. And I know I don't talk to you about my life from that time too much. But this is this is serious. I'm I'm serious about this. And you know what's crazy is I still remember like sometimes my little homegirls getting teased on certain things. Like Mm -hmm. maybe like my clothes or something. And I'm like, nigga, I ain't got no lights. Like. This is, this, is, this is not even right you know and that a kid yeah. processing how like that's not nothing to be upset about i'm gonna like the crazy thing so, about you know what i mean and then i drove past there and remember i was telling you i think i called you Dorothy, and told mm-hmm. you, i went to my friend's um birthday dinner mm-hmm. and it was around that area and the only way to get to the the house was to go past grand avenue mm-hmm. and it looks so small to me now Mm-hmm. It doesn't look as big to me. He looks. It, it just feels is, like it felt so huge. It's not as scary as I remember. I don't know. It just looks. I just feel bigger. Is that is now. that is mm-hmm. that apartment place complex over there? I yes, only, it is. I seen I it. I didn't see it because I only drove past the set where the Seven Eleven okay, used so to be, the, the, the and the corner store where we used to get the twenty five. The it's still there. I seen it. That's why I had that the reaction. I just rent. saw the beginning of it, and the street looks so small. Like I could see to the end of it. Mm-hmm. No, if I'm not gonna bring up her name, but y'all know the white childhood white friend that I mm-hmm. had in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And you remember Shout how to her. Love mm-hmm. her. Um, she was actually gonna help me how to get certified here for teaching in oh, California. Um, long messaging back and forth with us, and you know who you are. Um, but I remember when she was getting married and all that, <clears throat> and she wanted me to come and see her parents because. Now I'm thinking about it. Her parents are probably like, whatever happened to her? It was like one day, you remember, we just went to school, La Presa, mm-hmm. We lived all in this area, and then I just stopped coming, coming over. over yeah. mm-hmm. So they wanted to see me. Oh, you should have went. But I think for me, I kept coming up with excuses. Because I you that a lot. Because you have to explain to those people, people a part of that life, where it happened. And I felt like I didn't want to go back, because her parents still live in the same house. Mm, they didn't move God. it's like a grandma and grandpa situation mm, wow so i don't want I, I still think even i shake just talking about it because it's like i i went there most of the time because i didn't want to be at our house. house and it's funny you say that because um one of mom's warriors again wanted to like have a conversation with us and which we gotta do yeah we, we do. just gotta we do is that the one that lives here yes, yes. um we just gotta do that for the pure fact that she was a ride or die for our mom. Yeah, and helped her in she so was many one of ways. the main ones. She's one of the main ones, and I'm not going to say her name to respect her privacy, but um, I kind of like how do I explain what we were actually dealing with? You know, right. I, she, I feel like she has the gist of it though. She, I think she knows, but you know, it's she didn't just, know what happened more after that. I, I understand mean, your anxiety. It's it's haunted. It's, it's like, it makes you right. Anxious. Like it freaks me especially now out. where I'm in this place where. Sometimes I feel like I want to protect them. Yeah. Because they just, there was, there was just so many twists and turns to their story. Yeah. And when you say them, you mean our parents. Mom and dad. Yeah. Because I know that when it was shit was bad, it was bad. Mm-hmm. But there were some good times too. And I don't want to further like assassinate their character. No, and I, and I, especially and I, now that he's gone. I agree yeah. with that because you know? honestly, the times when they were like up and down, to me, La Presa was a great school. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved, like, some of the people that I met along the way there. I used to love that long street to mm-hmm. walk with friends and neighborhood friends to that school. 
there's good memories in there, but then there's also so many. You know, bad. it's just so crazy. Something just came up to me too about how Sana said she has anxiety with one of mom's warriors, and you have anxiety with one of your friends. Friend. Me and my husband uh, applied for a home loan, and it is, was two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. I'm gonna be very honest because we're gonna talk about California and the housing market oh, and the struggle. Jesus. And it's expensive here. <laughs> our realtor said, why don't you guys live in Spring Valley? I said, no, Spring Valley is it's off not, the table. I will right. never live there. And yeah. now it's talking it about sense. this podcast. I'm like, oh, sense. I know why I don't want to live there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of a community where when I lived there, I saw my mom and dad getting physical with each other. Lights were off. We had no money, no food. no food in the fridge. We raised ourselves. They would be missing for days at a time. We'd mm-hmm. be in the house alone. We were latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone who lived around that area was in some type of Situation. struggle. And I'm like, so no, I don't want to buy a home with the good part of my life now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't yeah. want that. Yeah. 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 I don't even do any business that way. Yeah. It's like, like, that bad. It's yeah. that bad. It's that bad. I was, I told you, I was like, I was driving past it and I was like, I got a little anxiety. But then I was like, it's so small now. Like, I can I just need- see dad playing music in that window. Well, I can see it. It gave me a little anxiety on his obituary and the man is bending over with his fat self like that. And the, the picture hair. in Spring Valley. And I knew exactly. exactly. I, Dorothy, I was like, I was like, Dorothy, do you know where that is in Spring Valley? I didn't know. That is this gate right there. In front of our apartment. In front of our apartment mm-hmm. with the, the one of mom's warriors. Stephanie, I promise you, I knew instantly. I did too, but I'm like, Dorothy, I was like, I didn't, I didn't think she did. I didn't know. And I was like, that tree stump, that's exactly where we were. That's we when right he there. was just so miserable to me. Hot like, mess. he just didn't want to well, fucking tell, be you right. Could, you could tell by the stance. The yeah. Was he just wanted to fucking drink. And be a party. Do music. Party. And beat the shit out of mom. And yeah. hustle. And hustle. Yeah. And when we mean hustle, we're going to be honest about what he hustled into. Well, I mean, I don't think the details are important. Very, but but he, it he was wasn't. Selling drugs. It was selling drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And it was just because he had promised that he was never going to work. Again. Again. So, anything to keep the music going. Right. And at that point, our mom was like... Do what you gotta do, but my bills, my money that I'm making for my nine to gotta be clean is going to the 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 house because she couldn't trust them. There's been yeah. so many situations I mean, where blaming the niggas and stories been locked up like so many goddamn times. Yeah, no, we're not even halfway through the story. He's already been locked up like, like a f- three times, five times. Oh, damn, see. <laughs> So. And our poor grandfather um, was bamboozled into belling him out multiple times. <laughs> so I think that was probably, if you guys want to agree, as far as our childhood, those were probably one of the hardest moments, like in Spring Valley with the lights being off, there being hardly any food in the refrigerator. To me, that was the most vivid one. Hardest time of my life. Besides other ones that come like later. but I Oh, think no, that- there's been harder ones, but, but- in that time period that, rough. Probably, that was a rough patch that a in rough that chapter patch. that was rough and i mean i don't and i i only tell that so sad so like depicting story to paint that our mom fucking came through in the clutch right she was kobe with that shit it was so sad yeah. to me i told my husband that story once because i cannot I never told him on like that. if he wants to I, hear it again now he has the podcast but i couldn't tell him i don't remember who it was so Please don't ask me. But outside of our adopted mom, I only told that story to one person. And that's because they were trying to tell me something about being hungry. And I was like, you don't know what hunger is. Like, No. 
I I mean, I can't even describe how hungry I was. Right. <laughs> no, because you after hungry. after two weeks of the same thing, you got one more week. You're yeah. like, God damn, like I gotta eat this another and week. It's like so I'm remembering maybe just because of her pride or whatever, but some I remember one night she some night she didn't even eat. No, she would like, do that. Yeah, because she didn't have enough for her us and, and herself. And then I remember one night she was short and I was still hungry, but I wasn't going to tell her that because I saw her not eat at all. And this is why. You no, know? so I'm like, mm. And this is why. And um, I mean, I, I don't know if this is a spoiler or anything, but I just want to bring this up. After our dad passed, we vowed to find our mom. Mm-hmm. I think that's important because I need people to know that we're no longer angry with her. Yeah, and, as they see everything. That's and I know we're not at the chapter that. yet. I know we're not at the chapter yet where she abandoned us. So um, you'll understand where our anger comes out later because right now she does sound like a superhero, which she was. She was in so many ways, but it is going to get bad with her. And I need you guys to when you under want to understand why we're looking for her or why we say mm-hmm. that. When people aren't one-sided, I need you to remember these moments when we tell you about all the powerful things. Especially if you're a mom. All the sacrifice. And we're not did. parents yet. And mm-hmm. I just feel that if I had a fraction of how she was in those moments. In those moments. I would be a great mom. If I could mom. pull a quarter of yeah, that strength. I would be a great mm-hmm. mom. I'd be. And that's where I draw from because I actually admitted something to my husband while we were in premarital um, counseling. I said, I sometimes I think I'm gonna be a bad mom. And, I used to think that too. And he was, and the counselor was like, "Oh my God, no!" Like he was like, like, <laughs> like, what? About it. like "Oh my goodness!" Like, what did she just say? And yeah. Terrell's like, "I promise you, you will not be a bad mom because the mo- the like the stories of that you told me of your mother, she just seems like she was just she just got tired, like son, like she seemed she was great. exhausted, and so." You know, she didn't have anybody to check out too. You know what? Now and and mom mom is probably going to be an episode within herself. Oh my god! Yeah. Now that we've been home and we've heard things about our mother, because you have to understand, our mother is a Cincinnati native, just like our father. Yes. If we mentioned that, you remember they Mm -hmm. met each other in Cincinnati. They're both from Cincinnati. She, since you think about it, since we've known our mom to be our mom. What support system has she ever really had? No one. Not one person. And you got to Besides yeah. the man that you're supposed to be calling your and husband. And let me tell you, our dad ain't no thinking, type of yeah. support no. yeah. that, that you want. Yeah, that's right. I know you guys are thinking, like, how? Why? Because you hear us talk about our grandparents. Those are all from our dad. Um, that family is all from our dad. Our, you'll later learn that we have no trace of our moms. Yes. Original. Not one. I mean, not. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, even people. We don't even know her. Real even last people name. who are estranged from certain family, you know somebody. somebody. We don't like, know her real last name. We nothing. don't know her parents. We don't know her siblings. We don't know nothing. She came. Nothing. It's almost like she just like she like appeared. she appeared and popped us out. So we'll get into that. Um, but let's move on a little bit. Mm-hmm. So this is Spring Valley. Um, and we already told you guys the story about how our dad stashed us in a closet on episode one. And so if you're just joined now, joining us, go back to episode one if you mm-hmm. want to hear that. So he comes back after the whole lights are off. Bull crap. He goes to jail for a little bit. He does. He always goes to jail for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But, um, he tries to come back. Tries to come back. 
we get evicted from Spring Valley. Spring Valley. And um, trust me, you guys will tap back into Spring Valley every now and then. Those who are listening from those days mm-hmm. and you know there's more, there is more. We'll mm-hmm. tap back in every now and then. But we're just going to. We just wanted to bring up that moment. Mm-hmm. That, moment. that was important as far um, as how bad it got. We get evicted from Spring Valley. Mm-hmm. Does and anybody know why, by the way? No. I, so what I, what I was looking at, it looks like mom just left the apartment. And I think, and you know how we said we remember her dipping on dad mm-hmm. twice? That was the, the time. That she was just the did. Time. And so that's she, when we started living with those churches. Okay. And we started, remember we were living with the churches? No, I remember. All, I just don't remember, like, why did she just leave? She probably just wanted to get the fuck and out. And I wanted to get the timeline right because I'm like, she couldn't have um, dipped from those churches. And she couldn't have dipped from those churches. And then we moved uh, to about... I knew that Balboa happened after the churches because we were still going to La Presa when we were at those churches. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no, then, I know. I know that. So sure, now, I'm, yeah. so, so she must have, so she snuck out of Spring Valley, just abandoned in the middle of the night. And she, the churches took us in and we were moving. The churches were helping us. Like we mm-hmm. were staying with different members of the churches. Mm-hmm. And um, after we went through that whole debacle, which... Not all of it was bad. Some of the places we stayed were good. I remember the last place we stayed and the last church that helped us. And she's saying churches because it literally is plural. It was like more than one. It church. was more. I mean, like I say, at least three church. that I can think of off my head. Three. I want to yeah. say the one that helped us the most was United, United Methodist, Methodist Church, and that's why yeah. we shot them out. They were, they were a legit place of worship and like support yeah. yeah they really helped our mom but one of the places we were stepping up uh, we stayed at and this might have been the last place stephanie correct me if i'm wrong but our mom's superhero game this is why we always thought no matter when she was leaving us even when she abandoned us later on we didn't think she was staying away because of moments like this she always comes back she always, she always came back. back so i'll let stephanie jump in in uh this but we were at this time living in the coast in mm-hmm. one of those church houses, one of the churches that's well, one of the houses the church is set up for us. And by this time, our mom needs us to grow up a little bit. She tells us like, hey, I know you guys are not that old, but she needs us to like take the bus by ourselves to school and get ourselves to school because she can mm-hmm. only worry about Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she moved your school. She did because that was my first racist experience. That but I'll was. get on that after we'll you guys talk okay. about the bus. Yeah. So Dorothy, she had to move her closer to where we were staying. So Dorothy, unfortunately, that uh, was her end of La Presa. That was it. She had to move closer to mom so mom I could get I think you to went to Martin Luther King Elementary. Yeah, it was in, on 32nd and commercial. Yeah. And she could, that's how she convinced me to go to that school. She told me she would take me to KFC every day. Yes. And she did. <laughs> Dorothy she, could eat. I could eat, eat when I was little. So um, she moved Dorothy closer and she said, look, it's just not smart. You guys are older. It's not smart for me to move you out of school. You got to step it up. You got to get to school on the bus and trolley and you got to figure it out. So here we are traveling deep into Spring Valley to go to school. From? From the coast. From the coast. By ourselves. Yes. At like. I mean, if I was in seventh grade, I had to be about like 11. Mm -hmm. I was 10. Yeah. 10 or whatever and she would give us bus money she wasn't buying us bus passes for Mm-mm. some reason maybe it was just more economical for her to maybe buy us. so i think back then it kind of was before Probably. we were buying bus passes yeah so she gave us money and one day <clears throat> uh 
Stephanie, I'm at the bus stop and I'm waiting on Stephanie. It's getting kind of late. And I'm like, where's she at? And Stephanie shows up and um freaking out but i didn't want to show you that yeah she was trying responsible stephanie she was trying not to freak out in front of me but she was like look i'm just gonna tell it to you like this i've been thinking about this for hours i lost our money for the bus i still i'm i'm like it's crazy i'm 30 and i'm still trying to figure out how i did it i don't know why the fuck i'm still trying to remember that she's like <laughs> i lost she's like i lost our money for That's the crazy. bus <clears throat> i only have enough to okay, send yeah. one person I'm going to send you so you're not sitting out here with me in the dark. Go get mom. Tell her where I'm at. Tell her to come back. And I remember this part. And Sana I rolls was, up at, Sana rolls home. I was mortified at first, though, but mm. I was mortified. I was like crying. Like, I don't want to get on this bus. Remember, I was like, I don't want to get on this bus like, without you. Don't okay, let me I'll be fine. And now looking back, the, the bus driver saw me mortified and he didn't even invite her to no, get on the like, bus for free. I'm sorry. Shame on you. You should have been you. like, just get on the bus. It's fine. People are too serious about a job. Anyways, <laughs> it's like, like, you'll fire them tomorrow, but anyways, whatever. I get on the bus. I get on the trial. Remember everything Stephanie told me. And by this time, it's night because it took Stephanie like an hour or two to convince me to get on that bus yeah, without her. Like, this is late. how much P3 does not leave each other. Mm -hmm. It took her hours to convince me to get on this damn bus. By the time I get off the trolley in the coast on 32nd, it's pitch black. Raining because this is a movie scene, of course. Yeah. Pitch black and raining. And our mom in her famous trench coat is stomping down the street. Where were where you? Yeah. And she says, get in the cab when Sana Screaming. tells her the story. Takes a cab from Screaming. the coast to Spring Valley. Yes. And she, like it was like a forty dollar cab ride, she which is the car too. Yeah, she grabbed all yeah, of us. Yeah, she grabbed this and she get and we go get you. And I just, you know, the trials of a single mom. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, because I'm I'm jumping in for you, like you said. I think a part of me is with that situation is mom and dad have always preached to me personally mm -hmm. that I'm responsible for you guys mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because me and Sana are like 14 months apart. But at that point, I felt like I had to play the mother figure. Yeah. And I was actually fine. You were mortified and you were crying. I just remember being like, well, nothing can happen. There's so many people around. There's all these stores. Later. Sana, I end up going in front of the Kmart. Like, seriously, who's going to take me? Somebody. In, in front of other people. But did you know how we were raised? P3, we don't leave I now. Know. So for me, it was like, I even stayed, like, stayed close to the front door. Like, if somebody mm. took me, you're going to hear somebody, me screaming and kicking. I just yeah. remember you know? mom was and in I, the cab fidgeting. No, because she was anxious. Could you imagine... But and for me, I, I, I just, I was like, Sana, you have to go. But those are one of those things that make me think of, like, what if I was a mom and I already couldn't afford a car yeah. and I couldn't afford to buy the monthly bus passes, so I send them to school with money. Now i got to spend more money to, to go pick them, them yeah, up. I'm worried. Have. I think that someone snatched my dog. Yeah. Like, I would have gave up right there. At yeah, the, uh, she abandoned us years later, but I would have probably... Yeah, like that. I would have shaved that my head like Brittany. Yeah. And at that time, yeah. and at that time... We were not our dad's kids. We were her kids. Her kids. Yeah. Our dad yeah. was completely out the picture at this time. No, but even when he was in the picture, she would be like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but mm -hmm. I'm paying my rent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, she never let the music shit get too far, far away from her. her. Yeah. No. No. Nah. Yeah. She's like, I'm feeding my kids. Yeah. I'm paying the rent, and I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. 
Period. Did we finish Lepressa? No, I think that was the end of your guys' Lepressa career after like, that. Like, yeah. yeah. I want to say we went to one more church home, which was the one in Lemon Grove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I already told that story yesterday, so tune into episode one if you want to know when. It was like the last day of Lepressa, and that was the last day we went But there. we did finish the school year. We finished the school year. And yeah. I want to jump into my school. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're in the coast, just to set the scene. We're in the coast, and... Dorothy had to switch schools because she was really younger than us, and mm-hmm. our mom wasn't going to send us on the and bus. And at letter. that time, I know for sure, since that was the last year we were at La Presa, mm-hmm. I was in seventh, you were in sixth grade. I was in sixth mm-hmm. grade. I went to a school in the coast, and um, I remember just being so alone at that school because I had made friends. I had um, a really good friend, and we still know her older sister. Fortunately, my friend passed away. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. and I had another good friend she was this name of my birthstone <laughs> um and yeah, you, I remember. yeah and I had made friends and then I go to this school I elementary yeah yeah and then I go to this school and I remember during PE I would walk alone like no one would talk to me like I would just walk alone and I think that is what created my like I don't give a fuck about friends yeah. <laughs> kind of a thing. Because, like, yeah, you... after that, I had friends in high school, and I would eat alone. And they'd be like, bitch, where are you at? Stop acting like a weirdo. And I'd be like, I sat in a corner I'm a, I'm good for lunch because I didn't want energy. I kind of hate that Dorothy was that far in distance with age. With the- yeah. yeah. I was just one more, more year. year. Yeah. yeah. Closer yeah. To yeah. yeah. So I was, like, walking, and this Latino kid threw a rock at me. And called me Ned what Girl. up with the rocks? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he did? It was a girl. And they were like a whole crew. And she said Ned Girl. And I was like... And I always had my dad's feistiness. Like, I immediately always had it. I mean, and don't... Be, and the people who know Spanish, I mean, it's a simple word. That means black. But I feel like maybe she knew what she was, was doing. Was doing, yeah. That. Like, she threw yeah. her... She knew. She, she knew. What that so, meant. yeah. I threw the shit back. <laughs> like I was like what so I I just threw the rock back and I remember her like bleeding <laughs> and next thing I know mom is in the office and mom like was crunching her mouth like I know you didn't motherfucking just like fuck up at this school that I just if you remember mom always had a thing if I have to leave my, my job, job and come to a school oh yeah and they were, and I remembered it. the lady basically saying in so many words like we know she's going through transitions but we cannot throw and she, the lady's like she was, and mom was like but mom defended us because she, she was she like well like she's like I didn't raise my kids like, to be like that so something that had happened. to happen so she turns to me she's like what did this girl do and I said she called me negro and mom was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> mom was like you see she's like do you see yeah. what they're doing to my child child yeah. on her first day of school and, and i was i hope that i hope they understood that what? they they were like so disturbed like they were disturbed and fast forward like a few months later i was excelling in everything at the school uh, and and you started liking it a little bit more yeah but then that's when they were like we want to put her in price and if anyone knows what price is it's um it's a really great school that's on UCSD, La Jolla's campus, mm-hmm. for kids who are just advanced in one area. So for me, it was English. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember telling, like, I remember telling mom, like, 
I want to go. But at that time, it was so sad that I had already knew that that meant another school, another and then, thing. And oh, we kept moving. At that point, we're moving a lot. Wow. And I wrote the, and you had to write a paper to get in. And I wrote the paper, and they were like, she got in. And mom was just like, I don't know if I could swing this because most people would drive their kid to La Jolla. Yeah. Like, how would I get there? There was yeah. an, and she, you know, with me, I was her baby. I think she knew in her heart I was her last child. So mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not just putting you on no fucking city bus like Son and Stephanie. They're always going to be in the same yeah. age range. Yeah. Like, you're mm-hmm. always going to be three years behind them. Yeah. So no matter what, like, you're alone in this shit. Yeah. And so that is when I honestly, I can't remember too much school because I just started latching to mom. Like, some days I would go, some days I wouldn't. Mm. No, I think that's true. And mm-hmm. we were getting closer to summertime. Mm-hmm. And... After this, our dad popped up again. He got out. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dad comes back. <laughs> he always knew how to find us. And he got an apartment in Balboa. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? And he was like, Tammy, I got my shit together. Because <laughs> I think this time she was like, you're going to have to show up with something. Yeah, like. Yeah. And, yeah. um. Our dad this time got his warriors, which were our uncles. We considered them our uncles. Mm-hmm. And they helped him get this apartment. <laughs> and they came and picked us up in our car in their cars mm-hmm. and packed all our stuff. And we were out of the mission trails with the churches. So we were done with the church. Officially hopping. downtown San Diego. Officially Balboa, downtown San Diego. Which is beautiful. We live in a nice... Okay. It yeah. was a nice... He got a, a nice, nice apartment. And it was yeah. nice. And no furniture, though. But when we got there, there was a studio. In the piano. <laughs> <laughs> there was a studio. And, I mean, we moved in. And at this time, we're still going to our summer program in Bay Vista. Mm-hmm. And during the day... I don't know. Did you ever get a sense that maybe it might work this time? I thought so. It like okay because he was talking to her better. Yeah, he was yeah, doing, doing better. Yeah, I was, felt like for a split second, maybe this could work. The baby, this could work, yeah. and um, and that apartment was way nicer than Spring Valley. It was mm-hmm. pretty nice. It was really like, honestly. Nice. If I saw that apartment again, I wouldn't get bad vibes. No, but now that I think about it, I think it was a one bedroom. No, it was. It was, it was a one bedroom. It was just a hell of a nice. It was just really nice. Yeah. Like he must have called Papa and Granny for that money. Yeah. <laughs> My baby granny, if you're listening, did y'all front that deposit? Because yeah. they tell us the truth these days. They be like, yeah, we did send. They, they know the dates. They're they sharp know like the that. Dates. They yeah. know the shit. They're sharp. Um, so they get this apartment. He gets this apartment. Our mom's like, okay, okay, okay. Okay. She was okay. peeping the scene. She, she was. was she was like, okay, Jimmy. She was like, <laughs> okay, girls, we're going to stay here. And we were like, yay. yay. And we were so Stability. excited. That's Stability. And um, it was just so fun. Like walking into this apartment and we get there and everything's good for like maybe what a month no it was a lot longer than that maybe most of the summer we just blocked it out the whole summer yeah it was probably longer than that but then because i remember they were like giving us money we were walking to get food they were cooking yeah. yeah it was nice it was nice it was nice we had a nice summer there and it was just a blessing and then comes the bullshit they just started fighting again fighting just i don't even know what they were fighting about i think it was music it must because mom was done i think i think she was done she just wanted to be family she just wanted wanted to be and it was not enough for him it wasn't he still wanted to do the music he was like tell me we are the music Mm -hmm. and 
That's usually how the fights always start. He tried to persuade her to sing in the group again, and he was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, Jimmy, I'm done. <laughs> that is how she talks. <laughs> and they just started, and one day they got in this so bad fight. I mean, he was knocking her in her head. And Stephanie, tell me if I'm wrong, because you say I always tell this story wrong. They got in this fight so bad that we jumped in. Yeah. We jumped in to break it up. When did I say you were wrong about that? Because we jumped in to break it up so bad and they didn't even notice we were there. Stephanie got and hurt. And you flung and got hurt. Did I ever say I was wrong about you were wrong? I think you told me one time, like, they didn't really fling you, but I remember vividly. Like, I, I do remember getting pushed in some sort or, like, being. Yeah. I think for me, you guys, for, to our viewers, for our listeners, I think for me, when it comes to the domestic violence part, I don't know. You blacked it out. I black it out. Like, it's just not. I remember Stephanie. I've, I've read that kids do that. I, and I, that, that's a struggle for me because I remember. I remember it because I remember dad crying when he saw Stephanie hurt. He was crying. It was like. But who did that? He did that? I don't remember. It was just in the tussle. Yeah, and I and so you got hurt, and your ankle. You rolled your ankle. Ankle. And and he like picked her up on the counter. It was like looking at her ankle. Ankle. They stopped immediately. Yeah. Not to say that the abuse continued. First of all, they hella fought in front of us. They didn't give a fuck. Okay, now that one's a little bit coming back to me because you know how y'all remember all the ones prior Mm -hmm. to that. That one I remember like us really seeing all together. Yeah. No way. So here's where we're getting to. The, we're getting there, y'all. We're getting there. So we, after we determined that Stephanie was healthy, me and Dorothy were so sick of the bullshit. <laughs> we packed our suitcase. Dorothy was ready. That was crazy. Dorothy, I was you're ready. Attached, you're attached I'm to attached mom. to my mom, but I was like, I'd seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, you guys are the ones who told us we're all we got. Y'all just hurt one of ours. Yeah. yeah so we got to go. It's out. We got to go. We ran away. We packed our shit and we ran away. We took, we told Dorothy, get, grab your Barbie car. <laughs> yeah, we, we got, she did grab her toy. Yes, and we got the we, fuck off. We got and her Beyonce album. Yeah, because all I cared about was Beyonce and yeah. your Solange album and my Solange. Okay, Dor- I was a Solange solo fan. Yeah, from the one. very beginning. Okay, solo star. Okay, okay. so we said, Dorothy, grab your CDs and your toy. Let's get it going. And we copped on the bus. We didn't have nowhere to go. First of all, I don't know. Did you like save money for? No, that, we had money around that time. We but, had money. No, but, I'm just saying. How the fuck did you just have money waiting for the bus? Though I'm just so probably confused. stole it from they ass because they I left. They did shit I know like I had that. The coins. I know you did. I just remember you. Had I had the money. The money. Yeah. Donna stayed with the money. Yeah. I had the money. <laughs> and Dorothy packed the suitcase. Dorothy and grabbed I, and the toys. And I just had a plan on where to go. And you just Stephanie just had the plan. I said, Stephanie, you get us there. I'll pay for it. Dorothy, let's roll. We left. And we left them, and we didn't come back for like twenty four hours. And they were, and I think we forgot the little piece before this this place. Oh, we met that girl. We lived in a place called the Pickwick Pickwick Hotel. Hotel. Oh, before we got Balboa, right? Which none of us can stay there, even though it's a nice hotel now. It's gorgeous. (laughs) It's it's called the Sophia. The Sophia, but at the back in the day, it was called the Pickwick. Pickwick. A lot of people who had like shaky living situations kind of lived there. Yeah, Yeah. because you could pay monthly. 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 Uh, you can't do that, Sophia. You're paying like a few hundred dollars a night. Just like, yeah, it's very nice. They actually, actually the would shit like to that. stay mm-hmm. there just to kind of see the. Oh, bitch! I don't know because we almost this. we almost stayed there. Me and Sana when we were having a party for my, our adopted mom, like yeah. a hotel party. And Sana and me looked at each other, was like, nah, no, I'm gonna be able to not do it. Too many bad memories. I just feel like I'm staying at the 
quick. Okay, so Tell the fuck how you dress that room up, bitch. That's the big wig. <laughs> Okay, so never mind. You're probably right. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, because that part is important a little bit as far it as the location. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's some, important because we meet before we got people. to Balboa apartment, we stayed at the Pickwick for a little bit while our dad was getting his apartment together. And I think our mom burned out on the churches. So that's why we were at the Pickwick. And then we had made some friends while we were there. Mm-hmm. So when we ran away from Balboa... We went to stay at the Pickwick with one of our friends we made. And mm-hmm. we, they didn't even know where we was. And our mom was worried. Worried. Because she, dad was one of those people like, ah, oh, they come back, Tammy. They just a little upset Set right, right now. now. We fucked, we went a little too hard in front of the kids. Every time we called our mom, she would be like, where were you? You don't do that to me. You don't leave. And, and I remember after hours, after hours, Stephanie... Called our mom. We have a picture of the picnic that sorry, we're looking I, I, at. I just looking, looking at. it up, nigga, because that shit was ratchet. That shit was ratchet. ratchet. Like, that's crazy. Anyways, it's a beautiful hotel now. Shout out to, to the Sophia the Hotel. It's nice. If you stay there, think of us. Yeah. Think of us. <laughs> this must have been old San Diego. I'm sorry. I just have to look it up. But go it's ahead. It's funny. We ran away to our friends at the Pickwick, and Stephanie finally called our mom after hours, yeah, hours, did. almost the next day. Because we were just trying to scare them, I think. And yeah. Where were you? And Stephanie was like, we're sick of it, mom. <laughs> so annoying. I was like, we're done. We are done. We're not coming back until you guys say you're done. Like, we don't even want you to like, get there anymore. anymore. We, just we always just tell them, you go your way and, and you go, go your way. way. We we'll it. see both we'll of you. See. And you know we were sparkling. We were like, figure out the custody date. Like, we, <laughs> we don't even we care. don't care. Just, just get away from just each other. Just don't be with each other. I don't know why how smart we were. so funny to me. We were like, figure it out. We will see both of you evenly. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was That's tired. so I was, funny. I was so tired. I was so tired. And we would hang up on them. We would talk to them. Like, figure it out, bye. Figure it out, bye. <laughs> and we did that for like hours until our mom was like, we, let's just come back and we'll talk about it. Yeah. We did that for hours to her. And then when oh, we God. went, we finally went back because we got, we ran out of money, I think. Yeah. The only reason we went back because we ran out of money. Yeah. I truly believe we would have stayed on the run. Yeah. yeah. But if we had like a million dollars, we would probably never go back. We would be like, bye bye. Bye bye. We were sick of their shit. Yeah. And so we went back and our mom was apologized. And our, our dad, dad was apologized. <laughs> we took it too far that yeah. time. Everybody for that. apologized. Um, Why are we apologizing to them, though, at that point? For what or what? That's crazy. We're like, we're now sorry for leaving. Like, yeah. That was logical. We, we did the right, right thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> they woke them motherfuckers up. And it yeah. woke our mom up because our dad was like, all right, I got a gig. Since Tammy don't want to go to the gig. Because originally why they was fighting. He had a gig to go to. He wanted her to sing. And she didn't so want he went, to. No. He went to the gig. And our mom, like we said, we now know as adults, she had some like mental mm-hmm. stuff going on. She was like manic depressant, like because she was really quiet, like didn't really. I just remember her being somber. Yeah, Not, and I think maybe now that I think about, it, maybe she was thinking of a master plan. I don't, I don't know. really know. <laughs> we'll know but for going. her, see Stephanie get hurt and us running away and threatening not to come back was the last straw for her. She left in the middle of the night, and I will never forget this. Mm-hmm. She left us for three days and three nights. Mm-hmm. Like we were just in that apartment. She was figuring it out. Mm-hmm. The first night. I don't even know what we ate because our dad, our dad wasn't there. He didn't know she left us. Mm-hmm. He went to his gig. So when he came back, he was like, where's your mom? And we were like, we don't know. No. She's been gone for like a day. 
and then he fed us and then of course he had to do his music and another night passed another night passed and we were just like but we we i don't know in my gut i knew she was coming back yeah yeah and she left us three days three nights just left us there and then on the third day our dad would sleep all day and our dad would sleep all day he'd wake up in the night and feed us because that was just like his music schedule Mm -hmm. and then we sat in the living room like practically waiting for her Mm -hmm. i just remember like waiting by the door Mm -hmm. for her to come back yeah and you would be like she's coming back today guys she's coming back today guys and the fourth day when she came back it was in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. like where was he though? Sleep, sleep. He could sleep through mountains. That's you don't true. remember how he or was? Or maybe he went to a gig. Uh, I don't know. But she came back at, at that point. I'm like, were they even together? It kind of no. I think they like... broke up. Mm-hmm. And she came back at three in the morning, and she picked us up, and she. I feel like we got in a car or something. We got in a car. I don't know that girl car. Wendy, her manager. I Wendy. swear it was Wendy. Wendy. And she, we checked into the rescue mission. Mm-hmm. And that's when the shelters start. The shelter stories. Wendy did pick her up. Downtown San Diego. No, you guys mm-hmm. don't remember. That was the fight. It was about Wendy. He didn't like her manager. He didn't like. No. She wanted to. I think she wanted to do her own thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want that. He wanted them to continue to be a band. Because she had. Remember, she, back in the day, she had started stuff on Wendy and shit was popping. She was popping. And I think Wendy was telling, I remember a little Let's bit now, get back like, to you it. need to leave him alone. No. Let me help you. Because you have to understand, if you guys remember in Escondido, Wendy was helping her thing like thrive. No, mom was booming. She was booming. We saw producers. And people who had songs with Brandy come through our house because mom was so good at being um, a vocal coach. Yeah, yeah, just teaching people. So she was even making money in her craft again, which yeah. is what she was originally doing before she met her father. She just wanted to do that. Yeah. She, it was not, enough not, for her. She didn't want to be a star. And no. that in that element, that is. Mm-hmm. So our dad we, was jealous of her in that way. Though. In that way, I wouldn't. I don't know if it was jealous Liz or, or envy. Not envy. jealous, jealous, but like, which is the same thing. But jealousy sounds so petty. It was more mm. like envy, envy, like this deep desire he had to to have the gift that she didn't care about. Yeah, you know, which is what I get from her. Yeah, yeah, because he. Yeah. Oh, don't get it wrong. Our dad was genius, genius, talented. talented. With music, he could mm-hmm. pick up an instrument. He only saw people play and play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was not he the was best. Unmatched. Voice. <laughs> he, he he could he could yeah hear tones and put songs and right produce together and produce and write and play any instrument you only showed him once. Mm-hmm. He was just genius in that way. But our mom was she was classically trained and precision and vocal. She I never heard her be off key. And like read music flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Read music you remember drumline and like mm-hmm. that was his issue. Yeah. He couldn't read, read music. Our mom was like his talent and his yeah, skill, like and it the was skill just, of reading music. Even when I, they had already long discovered that I could sing, but I remember when I would sing, mom would be like, "You need to come up on that note no. and hold it." Like she would like, and she'd be all the way in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And could hear Dorothy and she would be like, key. "You, you're off key. Like you need to." She would like come out here for a second. Yeah, this is how you need to sing, sing that it. song. Mm-hmm. And she was just so good. Mm-hmm. And we it's hereditary. Even though I'm the one who got the vocals. voice, the, vo- the voice, we all have the ear because yeah. of her. Yeah, true. We know when someone's off key, when they're on and key. And it's crazy because we were recording in Cincinnati on our brother's new project. And Stephanie was like, Sonny, do you hear that? And I was like, let me listen to it again. 
You know, Stephanie doesn't sing, but mm-hmm. she has the ear. And I had to re and they were like, you should, we were no, playing around. We were played with the rearranged, but yeah. Like, it's crazy the kind of gifts you get. Well, anyways, Wendy picked it up, and I remember my mom telling her, I don't need help with music anymore. I'm done with music. Help me get my kids out of this. Yeah. And so she picked us up in the middle of the night, and she dropped us off at the rescue mission. Mm-hmm. And at the rescue mission, it's one of those, this is where we got into the shelter life. So it was one of those shelters where you had to check in in the morning. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you stayed there checking at five o'clock at night. You have to stay there all night till the morning. And then you had to check out and go to work and go to school. She chose this over living with my dad in that apartment because he was so because it was so toxic. It was so toxic. So Both of them together. Like, it was so, so toxic. toxic. And she knew it. And she knew it. So, um, I remember we got there and they let her, even though you usually start at nighttime, they let her because she had three kids come in the morning for breakfast mm-hmm. and start off that way. And I was like, mom, what is this? Like, you know. Like, yeah. What's like, going on? What There's oh cops. Oh my God, didn't it feel weird? The pickwick was already disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This was, was like another level. And this wasn't one of those shelters where we had our own room. Like, it was a, a cot everywhere. It was just a, imagine a big room and sleeping bags. There wasn't even cots. I think it was there sleeping bags. bags. Yeah. And More. sleeping bags that other yeah. people use. Nobody's washing them. And you just get close to the people you're with. Yeah. There's men, women. There's men, women all in one room at the time. Children. I, I think now they separate them. Yeah. But at the time, it was just one yeah. big I remember room. there was like babies in diapers running around the room. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? We went from an apartment to this, like, I'm thinking maybe this is a one-time thing. <laughs> and this is when Horrible. We, this is when, um, so the next day, we have to get out, like I said, this is a shelter. You don't have a claimed bed. You have to show up every day at 5 o'clock and hope that you get one, get a mm-hmm. space. And we check out that morning because you're not allowed to stay there. You have you can only come back at five o'clock. And mom's like, I have to go to work. I got a job and I have to go to work. Um, they didn't give me time to like ease into this. I gotta go to work. You guys have to be back here at five o'clock. And she was serious about it because if you like, didn't weren't back there at she five, like, you have to be back here at five o'clock. You have to be back here at five o'clock. She said it to us like all the time, twenty times, yeah. and we were like, okay, mom, we don't know what we're doing anyway. Like, where <laughs> are we gonna go? We just gonna go a block from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't know where to go, and this is when we meet, and um, I'm not going to say their names, but a this is me when we meet one half of the twins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I'll show y'all what to do. But first, we stayed in the park for a little bit. Yeah, because we stayed in the park, and I think we ran into her, and she was like, mm-hmm. you guys are the girls that stayed at the rescue last night. And we're like, yeah. And she's like, come on, y'all. I'll show y'all what to do. Mm-hmm. And then she just started showing us things to do, like go to the library. Because mm-hmm. it was still summer. It's still summer there was yeah. no school Ooh, yeah mm-hmm. and then she had her mom tell our mom about monarch, monarch. that's how that happened mm-hmm. yes because i remember we would hang out with but them after, every- we didn't go because it was summer yeah, we didn't no, have a no, need know, to be I know, in I know, school I, I always wonder that's how it got into our it. mom's oh. head the idea of monarch and um monarch is a school for yeah. homeless teens at risk at risk um, and they work around shit like this. They work around situations like because this. Because you have to remember, I don't think it's as strict now with school districts. 
Mm-mm. But with schools back then, you I didn't go to like, school with truancy. You get in trouble. And I know also, but I felt like back then it was very important to have a residence. Mm-hmm. You had to have an address mm-hmm. to sign up. Uh, Monarch wasn't one of those schools. There was no I, questions. I don't think downtown was the address. Yeah, I don't, the shelter I don't, I don't was. Think, the address. I don't think the San Diego Unified School District is that strict now with those mm-hmm. because they like they, they have understand. to know they've had to grow with the times. Yeah, know like, that shit be happening. happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, shout out to Monarch. Shout out to Monarch. Yeah, Art is a lovely facility. Now. Oh yeah, like, now it's, nice. it's like I donated to them on my birthday mm-hmm. one time. Like yeah, like, I got some change. Let me donate to this school because this school. I mean, this is a lot. school, you guys, where they had washers and dryers. Dry- yeah. Wash they your clothes. Truly understood our situations. Free bus passes. Free bus passes every month. They um, food. They created a restaurant next to the school just for the kids to work. When at. you turn sixteen, you could get a job. Um, listen, if we're making a lot of money, I'm donating. To oh, them. I, mean, I donated so that's, that's to them. I, yeah, I would like to donate to them. And then one time. I did a pledge. You can do this on Facebook, which I love Facebook. Go ahead. You can donate your birthday to a cause. A cause, yeah. And then people can donate, donate to that. Like a dollar. A present mm-hmm. to you. I love really? that. I did that for Monarch one time. We raised $500. Yeah. So, it's really cool. Mm, interesting. So, anyways. So, we were at the rescue mission for like two weeks. It was, mm-hmm. it, that wasn't long. I don't remember being that there for a long time. That experience wasn't really long. And then she got into St. Vincent de Paul. Shout out to them. Was this St. Vincent de Paul before we had to go to the other rescue miss- mission? Oh, the other rescue mission was later. Later. Okay, yeah. So it was St. Vincent de Paul. Yeah, we did. stepdad died. Yeah. Um, so we went straight to St. Vincent de Paul. She got into their little two-year program. You basically stay there. And based on your income, that's how much rent you pay. But they don't keep your rent. They save it for you when you move out. So you can get... Shout out to St. Vincent de Paul, though. For that program. For that Real program. Stuff, I've actually... Because, I mean, I did get um my bachelor's degree in education but i also focus on like community services right and policy and i've been looking at positions with them because i feel like they have given so much to us at a mm-hmm. short period of time but there's actually one like right in my backyard in tampa mm-hmm. so i've been looking at it just because i'm like if i can just do a little intern something, something. we actually just- know someone who had a success story from st vincent we do mm-hmm. really do i know this person yes yes Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They yeah. got the money at the end. Yeah. Our mom didn't become that much of a success story from saving to the ball. But we do know someone personally. But we stayed there long enough, which was crazy. Well yeah, we stayed there the full two years, I think. Yeah, the full two years. We think, stayed the full two years. I think we stayed the full two years. And um it was a shelter, it was a woman's shelter. And um there was a man's side too, but the women didn't stay, the kids didn't stay with the men, but um we stayed there, and I remember when we got there, it was just so abnormal to us. And I think that's when I fell in love with PB and J sandwiches. Okay. Yeah, because that was I all we would eat. eat. We remember, and the crackers. We wouldn't eat nothing we else. Were, at this time, you guys, we were pretty bougie. bougie. We got yeah. that any bouginess we got from our father. It was from our father. Yeah. Hundred so percent. He, he grew up privileged. It, he grew up privileged and his he whole life. Shared that with us. So yeah. He, we, we started the shelter journey. We were like, "What kind of food is this? What kind of food is this?" I loved my PB and J sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I used to look forward to that. Like, oh my god, they got to think and of fresh bread today. And now that I'm thinking today. about it, you guys, mom wasn't completely done with the churches because the churches were still kind of no. They us were. Out. That was the one that we give the shout out to the most. United Methodist. United yes. Methodist. The yeah. lady took us to get our hair done. Yeah, we were still very involved. every two weeks still at the yeah. shop. Mm-hmm. That's why people 
to Michelle. We did some outreach in Mexico. We did some outreach in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we forgot to tell how our our mom moved us to Rosarito for like a summer. That's fine. That's okay. We'll yeah, get we'll get back to that story. Yeah. We definitely um, lived in Mexico. For definitely three lived months. in Mexico too. So, um, we're in Saint Vincent de Paul, and not Mexico State. Mexico, the, like the country. The country. country. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to get the fuck, fuck away from our dad. Yeah. She was like, "This thing ain't gonna cross no border." <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that was before we moved into the Pickwick. Mm-hmm. It, it might have been before we moved into the Pickwick. Yeah. She, she anyway, wanted no traction of she him. She did. I think she was out there recording, honestly, yeah, an yeah. album. I yeah. want to say she was. Um, but anyway, so we're living in St. Vincent, Nepal. And she's, oh my God, this is so much. I don't even know where to start. We were living in St. Vincent, Nepal, and our mom developed some other, meet some other warriors to help her through this journey. Mm-hmm. And. Just one in particular I want to mention so bad, but I have to respect her privacy. Yeah, because she's still in our life. She's still in our life. So supportive. And so active in our life. She knows who she is in here. Like, she just knows. She knows. She has to know how much we love her. Because, girl, you already supporting us and so excited about what we're doing with this podcast and where you know it's Came to my wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Came to your wedding. Mm -hmm. Spoke for our birth mom. Cried. Cried I cried when she started speaking at your wedding. Yeah. Just because... I cried too. That's our only connection to, to our, our mother. mother. And yeah. she almost feels like her sometimes. Maybe, sometimes. Said, maybe we should get involved, have her help us find. Maybe Because we she she was the one that she said She talked to her like, on a grown woman level. I was in Vegas a week ago for my friend's birthday. Around your wedding? Mm-hmm. And this, no, she said she's seen her. Oh, okay. And this person lives in Vegas. And I wanted to pause the trip just to see her. She even wrote me. Because when when, a, when someone like that has she's looked not out. not in San Diego no more. No. When you have a someone like that who just show real love, anytime they're in this, you're in the same city, you want to tap in. You want to tap in? Because they were just such a good yeah, person and life. huge vital part of our yeah. life. Yeah. And um, I, too, at my wedding, had snot in my nose when she spoke. <laughs> I was so funny, but Stephanie was looking at me like sound of breathing. Because I wanted you to like calm down. Because I'm like, this is not the place for us to like. I get it. Because she had a big part of our life. But I didn't want her to kind of take that away from like Dorothy's special day. Oh, well, I was snotty too. I, I was crying. And Terrell was like, what's going on? I know. That's what I'm saying. People were confused. <laughs> but it's like, no, it was but, like, like, I remember my homegirl. And I almost said her name. So I'm, sorry, I'm glad I didn't. My homegirl was like. Sana, what's the deal? I'm like, yeah. This is a P3 moment. No one understands. It's not even our adopted mom. Like, no one understands this. this. Yeah. That was our mom when our mom couldn't be our mom. More than anyone, I think, of the Warriors. And even when our mom couldn't be our mom, she was still there for our mom. Yeah. Still there for her. And told me that when she seen our mom downtown kind of talking to herself, this is what she told me. She said it looked She stopped to, like, still see if she was okay. Mm. So definitely gotta get up with her gotta get up with gotta her get up we're with living her. in St. Vincent Paul and our mom has created a few warriors one in particular and um I mean she was so much like our other mom I wrote her a Mother's Day card mm-hmm. mm. she shared it with me on Facebook I wrote her a Mother's Day think card think of it like this even when our, mo- our mom one thing about our mom she held a legal job even through the shelter shit oh mm-hmm. yeah and when our mom could not mother this there. warrior woman did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you eat? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Did you do your homework? She Get in the was, bed. She knew I was at an age where I was kind of like starting to like deal with like boys, boys, boys and like I think I started my period. Mm-hmm. And she was like, 
if you need anything, if you want to talk about anything, I'm here, love. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just remember mom not being there when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the type of motherly like figure she was. Yeah. Or I, she is, because she's still to this day. day. Yeah. And I remember, like, she would be like, I fed the girls, you can get me back later. Like, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Love her. Like, if I had a million dollars, millions, oh. I would buy her a home. Easy. Or she Easy. can come to family vacations, all that. Yeah. And you know what separates her from a lot of other people? I remember helping mom out. Because remember when we stayed in that lady's house in the coast? And the one who had rats. Oh, my rats. God. Oh, oh, my and God. And remember, she used to take us to school and stuff. And one day, she was taking us to school. And she was beefing with our mom because our mom didn't have enough money to give her for the gas. Yeah. Yeah. Like the babysitting. For taking us yeah. to school and stuff. I remember that bullshit. And she was like, you guys are getting kicked out tomorrow because I just can't deal with your mom no more. She, she's laid on all her bills. Remember she told us that? Yeah. Like, that wasn't a, she was kind of inappropriate. For yeah. that. That was something our warrior from St. Vincent de Paul would have never did to us. That's true. And I remember that girl's name. I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> I remember when she did tell us that and she would complain about our mother. And it's like, if you're helping someone. Help from the heart. Help. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. You're asking a woman with three kids for full half of rent, gas money. I don't know. I guess I just want to put myself in the position to help someone if I truly I needed something, something from yeah, them. I did not think about it. That wasn't a good thing at all. No. No, I remember. And I just remember just feeling so sad for mom, though. No, she, I remember, like, she used to, she, we were going through the McDonald's. She was like, I can't buy you guys nothing today because I remember yeah, being yeah, like that. Like, crazy. evil. Yeah. Evil. She'd be like, you guys, and she and she was overweight. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> and she, she, she really and she would buy herself like three burgers. Yes, and be like, I can't buy you guys no food and because very, and that house was dirty. That was like the worst place I think we stayed at. Like, it had worse than a shelter. I remember yeah. there was a a, a, a dead, dead mouse, mouse on the floor, yeah. and it was bloody, and it was just everywhere. And she would be like, "That's okay." Ugh, I remember that house too. I will never forget. I could never live in the coast either. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So. Um, so back to the warrior at St. Vincent mm-hmm. Paul. She was nothing like that. And that's what she really showed me what true, like, help looks like. True support system. Yeah. And wanting like. nothing. And wanting nothing in, in return. return. So our mom enrolls us into Monarch. And we're going to Monarch. And we're living at the shelter. Things are cool. We're living at the shelter. Our mom just could not keep up with the regular school thing anymore. She needed a place like Monarch. Because she us. she detested against Monarch. She did not want us to she have like, anything unnormal. She was like, you need a real education. Patient. She was like, how's the curriculum? These are things she would ask, ask about. And I remember we were going there. And I remember the first day we started. And remember they had pool day at the YMCA? Mm-hmm. And we refused to swim because we just got our hair done from the shop. We're living in the shelter, mind you. And mom is still like, you guys had to go get your hair done at the shop every two weeks. And we just refused to go. And I think Dorothy just jumped in Mm -hmm. against our wishes. (laughs) Scar-headed. It ruined her hair. Yeah. And it was just done from there. And I don't know. Anybody want to jump in? I just feel like... I know, like... Mom got used to the idea of the school. She, I think I remember her like meeting us up there sometimes. And she was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, like, 
it works with the schedule. Like they understand our situation. They understand everyone has the same situation. If you went to Monarch, you something was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one just went to Monarch. Just to go mm-hmm. to Monarch. And um I remember like for it's crazy, but like we had a routine. Like we were in the shelter, we would get up every morning yep. and we would go to Monarch. Yep. We'd go to school. Yeah. And we started making friends. Mm-hmm. And I can't even remember if there was oh, before I get to that. Um, this is the last time or maybe it was later. I don't know. When dad fought for us, was it later in the story? No, this is around this time. We were still living in the shelter. You're coming up on the yeah, right time. Yeah, because it was by St. Vincent Paul. But I remember remember the whole stepdad thing. I well, mom got married. Put that in there. But yeah, I think that was later. This happened all No, son, this years. all happened within that two years. Yeah. We were still at St. Vincent de Paul when dad showed no, up and I mom was married. It. But we had met our adopted mom at the time. We but she wasn't an adopted mom yet. We were just she a dance team. I'm dancing. just trying to figure out the Yeah. Statement. Yeah. So this was like the we last time. We weren't calling time. her our mom yet. She no, no, no. She was no, just she a was really just... good person helping us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, just you two. Yeah. Because yeah, I didn't know her. Yeah. She wasn't even around. You refused to be on the dance team. All that. All that. Um, And... I feel like we can touch that more when we get to her story mm-hmm. anyway. But this was like the last time I remember dad fighting for us. Vividly, like, fighting for us. Just a backstory on that. Our father has lived in two houses his whole life. Mm-hmm. Literally. So, literally. And the house we took the picture on on the, st- on the porch. On our main picture on our, our podcast. That was him and his sister's home since they were children. Mm-hmm. And... So you can imagine him finding out we lived in a shelter and how that looked for him. He was and, mortified. And baby, when I say he busted the drama down like a bust down <laughs> Tatiana in front of the motherfucking <laughs> shelter. He busted down. I mean, he was swinging at anyone who, who stepped up. Because he was looking warrior, for us. Our mom's warrior was there, I think. She was. She was. Malika was trying to calm... Uh, she was there. She was there. <laughs> and um, I remember her looking at mom like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? She was ready. Yeah. And she, Bob, and I think our mom knew he's not leaving until he hears an explanation. Until he hears. Let's me. back up. Mom gets married. Mom gets married. So we think. I don't even know if she got married. She got a boyfriend. She had a boyfriend. Say, cause I, she didn't tell us about the marriage shit until after Lit. we couldn't get an apartment. But She actually walks up with her boyfriend. She walks up with her boyfriend. Mom gets a boyfriend. Oh, let me tell you about my mom. This is when she starts doing stupid shit. Just dumb shit. Mm-hmm. This is the part where I feel like the trait we don't like because she yeah. kind of conforms She acts to like her... she needed a man. Yeah. She did. Like she couldn't survive without a man. We so, never break. Like we I ne- said, the women and the children were in one part of St. Vincent and Paul. And the single men were like in a whole nother building. Like a whole separate, not even detached so to the building. somehow yeah. on her little walk to work, walking past the single man building, <laughs> she meets a man and decides that she needs a man. <laughs> and she makes this man her boyfriend. And I, I remember, I was just like, when she introduced him, I said, Mama, please. Mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, we just went through this shit. Not basically. just that, but girl, you don't even got a home. Yeah, Why this is like the last thing. And she would argue with us like, I love him. You're not going to run my life. <laughs> He's my lover. I think for me, the part that it makes sense to me, because I have to be about 13 at the time. I'm like, 
but Negro, like, he lives in the same situation. <laughs> He's in a shelter. Like, the fact that we understood that. Well, you know what? You know <laughs> she so did it. Because we were into, like, romantic movies and chicks. So I was like, this is not the and one. I was like, that's not the one, baby. That's not the <laughs> one. <laughs> you can do it. Like, there's she, no card or I no said, house. I remember saying to her as a kid, like, Mom. And I was, like, 12. I was like, Mom, your next man needs to be doing better than you. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be doing better than our father. Like, yeah, it, it's bad. I was like, so you left a musician with an apartment for, for uh for a man in a shelter? Mom? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my dad's gonna roast you. I think yeah. like at this point <laughs> we were we were at an age now. Well we were just where we were we were able to speak on oh my yeah. God, yeah, she allowed us to have so opinions and we started form it backfired because we started forming them towards her. her. Yeah. I remember even telling her like at my little self like what are you doing, you mom? Like, like I'm like, why? Why do you have a man? And we're out here like struggling. She's like, I love him. You're not gonna run my life. That's all you guys want to do. Dude. I was like, nobody's asking. You know, um, we're not trying to run your life. We're trying to get you to run our lives correctly, properly. Okay, she, without she, aversion. At this point, I think she was so. She was. So overwhelmed with broke love, she just loved it. She, 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 loved, she wanted and the you know broke what? love. Like I said, that. our adopted auntie would always say this, but this is where I got the fucking hobo love idea. Sana in has my it. Head. Sana has hobo love. She just fix anything, and I just like mom loves a fixer upper. Where where I'm not fixing and shit. No, fuck and with Stephanie, she might give you ten percent, but that's, that's it. it. But and for, I will love you through some shit, and I will justify some shit. And I think I get that shit from my mom. And I don't know how because I remember taking her to lunch and be like, Mom, explain this to me. Like, <laughs> this I think we all asked her on separate occasions. I was like, like, this is not the right. This ain't it, Ma. And you know what's so crazy? He ended up being a sweet-ass man and bamboozled by her right. as well. Yeah. You know what's crazy is later on we thought, figured out that he was the one downgrading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We, yeah. Later on we figured yeah. out we treated him so unfairly because... He, our mom was the crazy one. He came into some shit not knowing the full fucking the full story. story. I tell you, I, one time I ran into his sister and she wanted that. She wanted mom's head. She wanted the fate? Oh, yeah, she Stephanie it. told me, yeah. What, our she mom? Wanted it, yeah, mm-hmm. because apparently, you remember he had did time in prison. Behind yeah. her, time. right? Behind. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. before her. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about dad did like a little bit of time. He did, he did time. time. Yeah. So she basically reported something mm-hmm. that could have possibly landed him back in jail. Mm. Was it true? Like, domestic, no, that's the thing. She, mom basically lied. Mm-hmm. I don't, can't, I'm just going to say, I don't ever believe that this guy ever put his hands Now knowing no. his character and being able to speak yeah. to it. So I'm yeah. like, no. First so, hand? Yeah. No. He's so such that, a good man. That, I hated his, that we his, even treated him his, like that. Yeah. But, but we were just sick of our mom's I know. shit. Yeah. It wouldn't even have nothing to do with it him. Is, it was just her. Her. Yeah. And, like, if we're not accepting shit from our biological father, why would you bring us into some more shit right. with a stranger? Yeah. Like, we don't know. Of course we weren't going to accept him. So, so we partner. are rolling up. We're- so, our dad rolls up to St. Vincent de Paul. He finds us in the shelter. He's traumatized. He's he's like, oh, oh, oh he's I'm like, a whooper ass. Like, oh, he's like, you got, you got my motherfucking kids, kids in, in a shelter? shelter? And I just remember that was his first words out of his mouth. And our mom rolls up with her new man. Um, her shelter buddy and um, our my mom's warrior was like what do you want me to do do you want me to tell the girls to go upstairs like how do you want me to handle this and then my mom was like no they need to they need to 
mm-hmm. tell their father they don't want to go with him because he's not going to go away. And he's on his knees. Like one thing I'm mad about my mom, and I part. just can't let this go in my head is she. That was too much power to give to us. Mm-hmm. That's when the power started. It, she gave us too much responsibility. You think? As, what do you think she should have did differently? Like that wasn't her decision to make because that broke our dad. And I think that's true. That moment, that individual moment. He gave up on being a parent. He gave up on being a parent in that moment. Because he was on his knees with three bus tickets. He was on his knees. It's not funny, but I guess. He was crying. I can remember his face. He was crying. And he had three Greyhound tickets in his hand. Not even one for himself. He had just three for us. And they were to Cincinnati, Ohio. And... He yelled at his parents' address and he said, Take these bus tickets. Because at this time, St. Vincent de Paul's like three blocks from the Greyhound station. It wasn't far. It was like right there. It wasn't far. Told Stephanie to remember their phone number. And it wasn't far. And mm. he made Stephanie memorize their phone number and he was yelling out their address and he was like, Go to them. And he was like, Please, begging them, begging us, please go to them. We failed as parents. He was like, Tammy, we failed. Let them go. My parents will take them. Let them go. go. And I remember Stephanie said, do they even know we're coming? Because Stephanie was playing with the idea. Like, yeah, anything yeah. is better than this shit. Like, I'm yeah. And she was like, do they know we're coming? He was like, no, but they will take you. you. And he was begging us. He was like, I promise when I get my shit together, I'll come. And knowing and our grand... he would have, too. Yeah. He probably would have. And, and knowing our grandparents now that we know if we would have showed up on their doorstep, oh, they would have been like disturbed too yeah but they would have been like come inside what the hell is going no on asked. no question asked. no questions asked and he was begging us and this is before we had any real connection to california mm-hmm. so there was nothing for us to consider we no we didn't know anybody the only thing we considered was our mom we couldn't leave her we mm-hmm. just I think for know. me i was like i still want to like kind of thug it out with her and at the time we really didn't know our mom was the crazy one because yeah. he told us that that was the he time he told telling us. us for years she was crazy but we didn't really know he was like she has mental she issues yeah she didn't really start showing her true colors mm-hmm. at the time we still saw her as superwoman mm-hmm. superwoman and she still is in my mind but he just couldn't see us walk back into that shelter he was like, i can't watch you go back into this shelter like she will you guys will drown if you stay here, here. please go he was begging he was on his knees crying I, I hate I hate it because I hate that I, I see his picture I on see his knees. Yeah, yeah, I can just see him crying and begging and having the three bus tickets in his hand and not even having one for himself. And he was like, "You don't even know. I know." He's just like telling us, "Like, you have so much family out Ugh, in Ohio, and they'll so take sad. you, and they want you. Just go." Mm-hmm. And he like he went and bought the tickets, mm-hmm. and then like he had them in his hand and just. And I remember touching it, like... We were, like, looking at each other, like... Like, I could see it in our eyes. We were both all just talking to each other, like, we should go, you know? Yeah. But I remember thinking, too, like, what are we going to do if they don't take us? Like, Mm -hmm. we don't know anything about them. No. We We just know they sent us gifts every year. We their address by heart and their phone number Mm -hmm. by heart. Because he made us remember it all the time. And mind you, our grandparents had lost touch with us those years, too. Those years, too. They didn't even know what was going on. They were looking for us. And at the time, we didn't know that. No, we didn't. Because at the time, I'm like... They know we in the shelter. They ain't sitting yeah, for us. I, I remember you used to always saying mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I didn't know they didn't know yeah. that we were struggling mm-hmm. so bad. But at the time, I'm thinking, like, they know what we're at. They're not. They don't care that we're going through this. Mind you guys, for, um, for, the, for those that are listening, thank you so much. Um, 
they just basically um, said that our dad, when they buried their son, that this is the first time he's been home since I was born. About they said around um, in years ninety five, ninety six, like wow. something like that. It's years. Like some of them said they couldn't even recall. Yeah. So, so he was trying to send us to a place that he... He hasn't even been home, too. No. Yeah. And was on... And this is a good place to kind of stop. Um, because I think that broke our dad's spirit. It broke him. Because he saw... This is when I knew mom had mental issues and he didn't. Because he had already saw what our life would be. Like, if we didn't get on that bus. It's like he had almost yeah. already predicted it. predicted it, it yeah. or pictured it. And he's like, this is... Now, I think that was the point where he was like, this has gone too far. Our yeah. child, our children are in shelters. Yeah. And you're out with another nigga. Yeah. Just, oh, he was so mad. He was, he was trying to... Mind you guys, we're skipping the part where he was trying to fight the guy. Yeah. And the guy was about to fight him. And he was giving us the tickets, like, just go, go. to the bus station. Go to the go bus to the station. station. Their go bus go is going to leave. Yeah. It's going to leave. Like, I'm and gonna fuck him up. Y'all just, just go. y'all just go. Don't even yeah. pack shit. Just go. Just go. And I remember him being on his knees. Like I've been looking for you guys, and I believe him. Had, oh, I do too. I do too. And he had been on the boots on the ground looking for us. And you know, mom always. Mom was still kind of chatty. She was probably still chatting with like band members and shit. So that's probably how I he kind of yeah, how he, found, how he found us. And he was just on his knees, tears coming down his eyes. And he said, my parents are successful people. They're good people. They will take you. You just have to get on this bus and go. And, go. and the rest of it will work itself out. Yeah. And he's like, I, I'm going to just know that at that time, dad was like, enough is enough. Yeah. My kids will not be a product of this. Of this. It has gone too far, long far. and too far. Yeah. And um, this is a good place where we're kind of going to stop. But um, as you can tell, we did not leave. <laughs> we didn't leave. We chose our mom. We chose here. our mom. We chose our mom. And, and so. That kind of solidified our dad trying to be a parent. And I think that kind of also ends just this chapter. But also, not only this chapter, but also I feel like our last interaction, all three. Mm-hmm. All is four that, of us. Like, all the whole that family. was our last time all five of Must us. Be. Our mom. Our dad and us that's three were to in together. one space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the memory. And he just like walked away with his head down and left. Blessings and bullshit. Mm-hmm. All right. P3. So thank you guys if you guys have supported our last episode. Our, our first episode. Our first episode. <laughs> yeah. Our first episode. Um, we really appreciate you guys for all the love and support. It takes a lot for us to share these stories. Um, so vulnerably. And it, and it is heavy on us when mm-hmm. after we're done. Because, we have to decompress. Yeah, because it's a lot. And especially now that we're grown and we're trying to live a life of positivity and just peacefulness. And I think we all crave that. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're all, I think me and my sisters are all the same where we're like, like it's even like even as like we want our house to be clear and free and yeah. like we don't even like company sometimes Times, yeah because yeah. we just we've been through a lot yeah and so um thank you for people who have been kind to us thank you for people who knew our secrets and held them and held them and didn't throw them in our face didn't throw them in our face we to my pre- friends who we appreciate you deeply to my friends who um knew that our adopted mom wasn't our mom but never explained our story yeah. Thank you. Thank you. To all the warriors. 
who helped our mom but never made her feel bad for needing it. Thank you. Thank uh, you. To the people who knew our father and knew he wasn't the best mm-hmm. at being a father. But when they knew that he passed, they showed their condolences. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to the teachers we mentioned in this episode. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. shaped my life in so many ways. Y'all don't even mm-hmm. know. Thank you for investing in children that weren't yours. Mm-hmm. But knowing they needed that encouragement. Yeah. You're the reason Stephanie finished college. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. You're the reason I started same here yeah and you're the reason why education even if we don't get it in a classroom is so prevalent and mm-hmm. heavy mm-hmm. and necessary mm-hmm. and also to our ohio family who really is so innocent in this whole situation if you guys are listening i know these stories are hard for you guys to hear because you didn't know them and you didn't know we lived them and exactly and um we just want to let you guys know that um um thank you for supporting us even when it's hard to listen to yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean and we're in such a good space that if you need to decompress or talk to us or nor even <laughs> please more reach out. please reach out to us because we will um, find a way to make you laugh through it because lord knows we have there are some funny stories oh, it's a lot there's a lot mm-hmm. so um we love you guys and um p3 p3 thank you bless us and bullshit, bullshit.